Why, you stuck-up, half-witted, scruffy-looking nerf herder! Ladies and gentlemen, dudes and dudettes, welcome to episode 141 of the Scruffy Looking Podcasters. It is November 15th, 2020. We're still in the hunting season, so keep your blades orange on. Today, we'll be cruising at our usual 0.5 past light speed, talking about the show called Star Wars. So sit back, grab a glass of spotchka, and great to hear about the latest news from Corellia to Katadra. And taking you on this journey today... On the galaxy scruffiest dudes. Scruffiest? Yeah, that's us. My name is Jimmy Dice. With me up over here in the great state of Maine. So back, so happy to have you back with us, my brother, Mr. Ed Bossart. What's going on, man? Welcome back. Hey, dude. I'm happy to be back. I'm happy to talk Star Wars. Do you think Spotchka makes your mouth blue? <sighs> I don't know, like but I'd love to check it out. Thing? Definitely. I yeah. bet it's great at blacklight parties. <laughs> Yeah, sorry everybody. I've been away. My dad's been sick, so I had to go out and do an emergency visit just to see him. But he's currently still okay. But we'll see. I don't want to bring the podcast down. But let's get back to Star Wars. And yeah, heard man. Well, it's good to have you back. Next up over there in the UK, Mister Kev Four K Garbit. Whoa! Broadcasting in two K still. Sorry, Broadcasting in fourteen point four, one point five k. No, I'd actually won't go that far. Like zero point eight k. I think that's about right. Something like that. How are we, fellas? Good to see you again. Good to good to hear see from you. you. Good to see everybody. Else. Yeah, I missed you all last week. But well, I missed you all. It was. But uh, glad you're okay, Ed. Glad your dad's. Yes. You know, good yes. stuff. He's hanging in. Good stuff. It's good. Good stuff. Good. But yes, all excited. Let's talk some Star Wars. Sure, let's sure. Talk some, let's talk some Star Wars. Star Wars. Like, that was oh. my American accent. You know, it's actually not half bad. <laughs> but last is certainly, also not least, our second UK lad, Mr. Christopher Hall. How are you, man? Oh, I'm good, man. I'm good. That was convincing, <laughs> wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. Pass the spotchka. You have a very good valid reason, though, Chris, don't you, mate? You have I feel really- like I always mention I'm tired on this podcast because we record late, but I am genuinely fucking tired this week. <laughs> it's been a week. Kev says, ready to talk some Star Wars. <laughs> now, let's talk some Star Wars. So there it is, and here we are. So I guess anything happening to us Star Wars-wise this week, our week in Star Wars, the Star Wars in your week, Kev? Take Star Wars in, I've got two weeks to catch up on. <laughs> Get that stop clock on, Jimmy, because this is going to be... It's already going, Kev. It's already going. Oh, is it? No, I'm not, I, it's actually not. It's really not, really not that bad. 
But there, there, I have had one item that I'm going to talk about. I'm going to leave it till Chris's week because we had a bit of a double whammy, didn't we, Chris? Yes, mate. Uh, yeah. So I'll say I'll save that one. Um, but first up, first up, first up. Um, I got a new book, right? And I'm not just talking like a a book here. I'm talking a book like oh, this, yes. this. This baby is something else. Weighs a ton. So I was working away all week, and it's been a bit of a shitty old slog of a week. And uh, I had a couple of things turn up to like brighten my return home. So first off was this book, and I bought. I've got the Star Wars archives. 1999 to 2005. Damn. Have you seen it? Have you seen it advertised? You know, last, you know, a couple of years ago when I got the, obviously the original trilogy one, this is all about the prequels. So it's absolutely massive. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What? Why? What? You? Well, well, you know of my absolute deep down love for the prequels. And I really wanted to read about the Phantom Menace and how it was made. Um, um, <laughs> well, it's funny, Kev, because you said, obviously the, I've got the one on the originals, and this one's all about the prequels. And then you said, so. So I thought you were going to say, so, it's infinitely better than the other one. (laughs) So I've not properly started reading it, because obviously I've only come back on Friday. But it's fucking massive. It weighs a ton. The only thing I'd say is, you'll like the other one, and it came in like a um, really posh sort of binder that you could open up and the book's in it. But this is just in like a straightforward cardboard box. So, um, yeah, that's that's not right, is it? It don't match the other one. Um, <laughs> how much? How much that run you, buddy? Never you mind. Um, <laughs> it, 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 it was uh, three figures, or, or less than a single piece of paper used as an old poster. Well, well I mean, nothing's on that level, Jimmy, is it? Let's be fair. <laughs> Piece of paper. This a is a piece. lot of pieces of paper, so it's totally worth it. Yeah, it's only money, lads. It? It, it, more, more or less than what I'm going to talk about in my week in Star Wars. Oh, it's less than that, mate. Oh, yeah. It was. <laughs> uh, I think it, it. It ended up because it's got like a because it's got like a, it's a first edition thing, so it's got like a little certificate in it, which you know what I mean. That's like I'm a sucker for stuff like that because it just means you get like a. You know, like a, it's like a limited edition thing, but it's not really. Oh, yeah. Kev, do you keep, do you keep getting them uh, adverts on the internet for that fucking Empire Strikes Back fifty pence coin? Oh, mate, that thing! I've it keeps got... popping up all the time on my feeds, and I'm like, I look at it and think, I don't need it. It's a fifty p coin. I'm not going to pay more than fifty p for a fifty pence coin. What am I going to do with it? It's going to come in a shitty presentation box, and it's just, yeah. it's going to go in a shelf. You've ordered it, haven't you? <laughs> yeah, haven't you? I, I swear, mate. I, I, I swear, I haven't. Oh, <laughs> and, and I also. Are you kidding oh, me? Right. <laughs> you know. You know. Like, um, was it Monday? Monday evening? Because I was. I was. I was working away, and I. I was having a bit of a shitter, and of course. Uh, it was the last possible day, wasn't it, to pre-order the Haslab um, <laughs> uh, R- Crest? And I, and I was thinking, and I sat there and I had a shit day, and it was like I, was, I, I, had, to, I had to stay in a caravan while I was working away rather than have a nice hotel. It was pissing it down with rain, rain smashing on my caravan, 
I've got my phone in my hand. You've been I'm, in a caravan? No, mate, I'm at... What goes on at Caravan Club stays at Caravan Club. <laughs> Wait, what the hell is a caravan? Is this like a chuck wagon you like ride across with a horse in the desert? Like, is it a camper? <laughs> oh, mate. Oh, mate. Over 60, who cares, mate? So, sorry. Oh, I, 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 I'd got this razor crest up on my phone. Fucking <laughs> raids coming down on caravan roof. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. Oh, it was. Oh, God. And I'm like, I'm adding this to basket. 350 quid. I was going to, st- on my credit card, mate. I thought I'm going to stick this. I'm going to stick it on credit card. <laughs> I bottled it. Oh, oh, honestly, it. it's not a bad price for. He's not going to unbox it. I've not done it. I didn't pull the trigger, Jimmy. It's it's it's. Is it more the room, not the price? Like you don't have somewhere to put it. Uh. Yeah, there's a bit of that to it. There's a bit of that to it. Uh, I mean, it would have had to go on my credit card anyway, and I was just thinking, like, what? But you know what? Ever since that that time ran out, I've regretted every single day, every single minute. Uh, yep. I know exactly how this is going to play out. They're going to in two, in, in two years' time, when fucking Comic Cons are a thing again, we'll be walking through MCM, <laughs> <laughs> and there'll be one on a stand, and they'll want it like eight hundred to a grand for it. And Kev will be just like you were when we passed that fucking talking hot toy, mate. You were f- gibbering like a fool, flapping around, and we went outside and we had a coffee. You were like, I don't know what to do, I don't know what to do. This is going to play out exactly the same. Oh, mate. Oh, <laughs> mate. Yeah, and I'm going to spend, like, triple the amount that I could have <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it's going to be like, that's way better than what I've been seeing. <laughs> it's going to be like a grand, and I'll be like, Oh, I wonder if I can put that on my PayPal fucking uh, <laughs> <PayPal> credit. <laughs> oh, God. No, I didn't. Anyway, I don't know why I'm telling you that I didn't order it, but I didn't order that anyway. So, uh, for that. Yeah. So I didn't I didn't pull the trigger on the, the HasLab thing. Um, but, yeah, I also, when I came back home, which was an absolutely bloody lovely surprise from some, uh, some artist that we know, this was a lovely surprise, Christopher, I have to say. Uh, I got my Slave 1, Inktober, Day 16, by Christopher Hall, artist extraordinaire. Um, Sexy. Yeah, let's, let's, see got... it. let's see it. Hold up nice and close. So I'm waiting for it. You've been far too nice, Kev. Come on. It <laughs> <laughs> doesn't have to be an ulterior motive. Does of course it? it does. Why does it? I mean, there's a bit. I mean, there's a bit too much colour on it. But other than that, it's absolutely fine. It's like an asshole. Obviously, yeah. people can't see this. I'm shaking my head right now. <laughs> no, mate, it's great. Also, for the listeners, during the week, Kev showed us this, and he's like, "Look how shitty the colouring is." And he showed us the back of the <laughs> cart, the picture, and it's like the where color... the inks had bled through the page. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking prick. <laughs> you're not even trying mate are you look at that shit artwork on the back <laughs> why can't it be just as good on the back come on <laughs> do you know what i might do i might frame this and 
and have that backside, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> no, I know what you might do. You might go to Disney Store and buy one of them Boba Fett's for me. <laughs> Mr. Hall, be patient. Wait for the postman this week. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Is this going back to like you going to the store and not offering to buy him something? Is this going back to that thing? Yeah. What? Okay. Right. Basically, I messaged him like, after that episode. I messaged him. I was like, took a photo of that print because what well, print? Original. Sorry, slipper. Freudian slipper. You can edit that. You can edit that. Out. Um, sent him a photo. Dead blunt. Do you want this fucker or what? Am I selling it? Am I putting it on me, in my Etsy store? So he, he texts me back. He's like, uh, how much do you want for it? <laughs> one of them Boba... I can get you one of them Boba Fett figures. Is that, is that a fair deal? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if that is a good deal or not. But that penny-pinching, <laughs> sleazy motherfucker. No. Oh, I'm proud of it, mate. I'm completely <laughs> proud of it. Not even ashamed. But yes, Christopher, you just you just wait for that postman tomorrow. All right, it might even be tomorrow. They're gonna block it because of some lockdown thing. I will gladly pay you tomorrow for a hamburger today. Because <laughs> of lockdown rules, I can't give it to you. So I'll, uh, yeah, there you go. So uh, yeah, so no, honestly, mate, it's bloody brilliant. Cheers, mate. Um, Beautiful. Uh, I think that's about it. Oh, I've caught up on a couple of comics. I'm up to date on the Bounty Hunter series now. Ooh. I, don't know if you've, I don't know if you've read that one. Well, no, I'm not going to review anything. We'll talk about We'll have a comic episode at some point because uh, that's another thing of working away. Uh, and then, yeah, we've got one other thing which we'll both talk about in Chris's week. So, uh, yeah, that's me. That's my couple of weeks. No, one more little bit. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Chris, you've got your finger up. What's up? Well, I was just going to ask for a brief update on our Forrester doing. Oh, we haven't played, mate. Been off. What, but, backing, what? backing off or no, just no, been no, off? No, no, Like, uh, we've won the last two games, mate. True or false, mate. I'm get- wait, yes. wait, wait, wait. Yeah, What's your record now? Well, no, since... Well, depends on what you're... For the season. Where we're going from now. For, for the season now. Uh, yeah, we, well, we're doing okay. We're kind of just above... We're about sixth from bottom. So we're moving up. We've won our last two games, lost the one before that. So we've won three all season. Out of... <clears throat> but since, uh, we've played... How many have we played now? Nine, I think. Mm. Uh, can't remember offhand. Yeah, something like that. So you're getting just back had... up to 500, which will mean I lose. But since since the two all folks, we're 2-1 up in the league. Oh, that's it then. We're winning. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. It was not specified. Yes, it was. It was from yes. that moment. No, yes, it, it was. I don't know. Yeah. Nope. Uh oh. It was in in the duration of Mando, yeah. Erin. That was the time limit. Yeah. Mm, I didn't. It's got know nothing that. to do with the season. You go back. You rewind it. You listen rewind to my it. words. Rewind it, Ed. But we. But yeah. So since that started. Pull the you... tape. Pull the tape. Pull the tape. Oh, <laughs> Damn right. Seo Bibble is not fucking going anywhere. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Stop the count! Stop the count! Hey, hey, you watch it with that shit. I will come over there. So since then, since then we've lost one and won two. So we are we're we're two one up. So uh, yeah, we're not played this weekend because it's been an international break. So it's nicer and uh, we play next time. But one other thing that I did get that I forgot that I forgot, which leads nicely from what Jimmy introduced me as. Because I've, I've got another, I bought another 4K, 4K Blu-ray. 
What? What are you doing? <laughs> this is a, this is a cracker. So this this complete completes now my uh, Star Wars 4K Blu-ray set because I've Solo got released on a, a 4K steelbook. I've got so, Solo in 4K that I can't watch. <laughs> what shirt are you wearing right now? What's the shirt you're wearing? I've got my Solo. Yeah. Um, Isn't it a great movie? What a great fucking movie. I was movie. wondering why Jimmy had a boner this whole time. Yeah. yeah. That was just when he saw me anyway. That's just his natural reaction. <laughs> Is that your yeah. week, then? That's, that, that'll do, mate. Can I just ask Kev, what, why have you bought that, mate? Uh, because I'm going to be going 4K soon, aren't I? <gasps> wait, 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 what? Ooh, just, You're just, actually going to go there? You're looking for TVs, huh? I've been, I was actually looking about an hour before we came on air at some 4K tellies. How, uh, how big are you going? Hmm? Well, uh, obviously, uh, limited space in this room. So I reckon maybe, I think I can get away with about maybe 55 to 59 inches. <gasps> yeah. Mm. Go curve, too. Obviously, it's not like, I've not got like a palace like you Americans. Yeah, get curved so like it's like <laughs> Dooku's saber. It's fucking, mm-hmm. yeah, that's the way to go. Oh, oh okay. Okay. Fits nicely in the corner. Mm. It's not going to be red. Don't, it's not going to be on your bloody scale. What, what? What's yours? It's uh, like yeah, mine's. It's like seventy-seven. <laughs> Stop bragging! Stop bragging! <laughs> Mandalorian well, that, looks great on that, that, by the way, and we'll talk about that size, later. Size matters not, Ed. Size sure. matters. Oh, not, it definitely matters in this instance. Okay. Well, speaking of size matters not. <laughs> My week in Star Wars, you mentioned comics, Kev, and I recently had to travel to California for my dad, and I finished reading Afra's um, Screaming Citadel portion of the comic. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm I- moving slowly through her stuff, and um, it's kind of ridiculous, but cool. I like but- what they're doing with Afra, and there's been rumors out there that they're going to make a TV show with something like her in it. And I think I might actually love it. Like an Indiana Jones Star Wars. Would you guys like that? Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. I think, I think it might be a bit too obscure to put her in a TV show, if that makes sense. Mm. Think, you think they'd go, like, animation first? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Unless they brought her to some kind of animation, like graphic novel, novel to some animated short. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, so I, I <clears throat> finished that series, and I moved... That was able to let me go back into her uh, series of comics right after that. So that's where I'm mm-hmm. at. Um, otherwise, I got my Star Wars Celebration care package. That's what I'm calling it. Uh, so I got the 40th Anniversary Empire Strikes Back hat. It's mm, pretty cool. Sure, sure. He's got a new hat. He's got a new hat. <laughs> <laughs> I got the sh- I got the shirt with the same logo. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, nice. Yeah, and um, I got some other fucking shirt with it that I didn't think I ordered, but I guess it's like what everyone's getting for the Star Celebration shirt. Because no one would buy it. <laughs> it's got three PO huge on it with R two to his side, and it's like. Oh. Motherfucker. And it's not even that great looking. It's too much it's too much color. Right, Chris? (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> you guys, seriously. Just one fucking week. And come on here. <laughs> Ed, I can't, Ed, I can't believe you're taking the piss. There's no need for that. There's no need. No, honestly, it looks really almost too colourful, and it's got that fucking prick in it. It's so, you know, quick, quick question, Ed. Did this just get sent out to you automatically? Because I ordered a couple of T-shirts when I ordered my ticket. Yeah. Are they sending these automatically out to people? Or I guess I have so. To... Like, I've heard some other people are getting their stuff, too. Um, I don't know how UK's going to work, though. So. No, that's what I mean. I maybe have to see see a couple of weeks. They're probably like going to mail out and looking at the posters and being like, "Fuck that." <laughs> <laughs> that's probably exactly it. Uh, yeah. We'll hold it for you at next celebration. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Come and come and see us in twenty twenty two. Yeah, we'll, just, we'll have a special yeah. queue for you to go over and get live for three hours to get your oh, old twenty twenty shit. three PO T shirt to get to get your T shirt for a con that didn't happen. Brilliant. Oh. <laughs> with a fucking prick on it, with too much vivid coloring on it. Okay. Um, and a lanyard, which has the droids on it that I just mentioned, and Vader on the other side. So it's pretty cool. Uh, otherwise, I had a little pre-order, gentlemen. <laughs> I went back and forth with this in my head. And no pun intended, no... Is that a they pun? make something for Ed? that, right? Uh, I'm trying to decide how I'm going to fit another helmet on that shelf behind me. Dude, you've done it. Have you done it? I've done it. I pre-ordered the box The Black Series Mando helmet. <gasps> Mando! It, the date on it's like April of 2021, so... Uh, yeah, but Ed, now you've ordered it. That's like been put back to December 2020. Uh, jinxed it for everyone. <laughs> That's probably That's true. The You're not going to see it until two years from now. <laughs> oh, dude, awesome. Love yeah. it. Yep. Yeah. Is that on pre-order now, then? You've done it. It's pre-ordered. Yes. Yes. Also, um, you guys just mentioned it, but on the Qui-Gon Hot Toy Watch... <laughs> I have not received anything. The final payment is still supposed to go through in ten days. So, ooh, I I think you'll get it at this time because I've noticed some people have been putting that they've been getting this Qui Gon shipping out to them. Oh, what? Yeah. Who is this? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> not telling you because you. I want to know them. when their order was placed. You'll go hunt them down, <laughs> is and it, is, it, is it you, Kev? <laughs> Mate. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I did? I did like at the end of Phantom Menace and just burnt it. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I just got that hot toy and burnt it like at the end. Thought, like, like this um, is the best posing of a hot toy ever. <laughs> hot toys before. So that was my week in Star Wars. Jimmy, you're next. Sure. Um, I got a special toy i guess in the mail x-wing miniatures my tie heavy came in uh and man this thing is fucking thick like thick like double, double, c. double c whenever you see the double c it's pronounced thick you gotta go the hard c on that this thing is huge the solar panels on this are almost twice the size of the normal tie um the the uh the the cockpit like front um, view is still tiny as hell, so it's uh, 
looks like it's a very small nipple on it, but um, this tie is just huge, absolutely huge, very thick. Uh, very pleased with it. It just dominates everything. No wonder it's a medium-based ship. I don't know if the B-Wing would be a real comparison to it if they brought that into Star Wars uh, Squadron. Yeah, the B-Wing's on a smaller one, right? Yeah, yeah. B-Wing's on the smaller uh, peg, if you will. Have you looked at its maneuver dial? You know, I haven't. That would be the ultimate comparison, wouldn't it? Yeah, I just wonder yeah. what... It's probably super shitty. It, it probably is pretty shitty. Um, probably less than the... Uh, the transport, which is used as the support ship for squadrons, but it may be able to like stop in place, which causes stress. But as you saw with Bosk's uh, epic maneuver on Suterfell, oh, yeah. I know that was that was such a good maneuver. I'm so pissed, but you got uh, you love <laughs> let it, it go, Jimmy. So good. No, I'm let not it... gonna let it go. It just, <laughs> let it, it go. It's too good. It was too good of a maneuver. It just sucked because I was on the wrong end of it. <laughs> That's that's um, fucking Maverick and Top Gun, man. Ah, it's fantastic. <laughs> Just fantastic. Speaking of Maverick and Top Gun, I've been playing some Star Wars Squadrons. Ooh. Um, level 47. Let me dust off those oh. little lapels there. Wow. But um, I, I'm not, I mean, I'm still awful at this when someone of actual reputable and a reputable skill comes across me in any of these games, but man, it's just fun. I'm really just digging deep into it. Update 2.0 had the uh, address to the major bug issue for ranking, so you reset your rank once, and now you can actually go through it. It just ranks you by your skill level, and it properly pairs you with people of similar skill now, and Typically, when someone leaves the game, it's kind of a forfeit for everyone on the ground, but it still counts. So even though like two out of your five teammates leaves, you would still be forced to play it, and it would count as a loss if the other team just slaughtered you after that. Mm. So they addressed those issues. They put in uh, higher penalties for people who leave the game, and if someone still leaves the game, it offers the the disadvantaged team the option to forfeit for like a very small uh, amount of like loss so you could still lose a little bit but not nearly as much as if you just quit the round so that's pretty cool it, there's still a lot of fundamental stuff that, like i wish they had a private round we could actually you know that would I, I feel like being able to host a private game would just open up so many opportunities for uh, tournaments and just round robin stuff and more community based stuff that could be like formed around this because right now it's just you know you have your squad but there's no real way to really test your metal against somebody else because it's all just a random assignment each time have 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 they you know the fleet battle mode is that only against players can you not do that just against pe- like uh, NPC computers non-player characters there is there is a fleet battles versus AI. Yeah. So if you have you and four of your BFFs, you can go just like do the computer alt the whole time. Okay, cool. Mm. Which is cool, and it's a good practice, and it counts towards your overall rank, not your like rank placement. You know, hot shot ace, whatever. But you know, level five, six, seven, eight, nine, because you got to get to level five uh, in order to compete in the ranked fleet battles. Right. Are we are we doing a big uh, stream coming up? What are Hopefully doing? soon. We're working on that right now. I uh, talk with a couple folks. We're gonna, but um, it's just a matter of just availability right now. But I think as it gets colder, people are gonna be hunkering down more on weekends. So we're gonna try to do. Uh, I I did stream last night with uh, Mr. Josh Nelson nice. for a good good three plus hours uh, Saturday night. Um, 
but yeah, trying to get some other folks out there who are interested. Like I know, um, like uh, Chris Willis is interested. Uh, Haas is interested in doing it, and a bunch. Of, I think a couple guys over at uh, TBM were interested as well. Ooh. Didn't? Yeah, I didn't. Luke, yeah, are you, Luke. I, I think I was listening to him late. I know they have it. Um, so I, I really want us to just get around together, and just play. You know, I mean, obviously we can't do the competition stuff, but it'd be fun. I think if everybody just just streamed on their own Twitch channel or something like that. Uh, by the way, you can follow us at Scruffy Podcast on Twitch. Um, and I just you know put that in there. Nice, Jimmy. Nice. Yeah, this is a professional podcast. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much been, uh, my week in star, uh, my star Wars, my week in star Trek, uh, star Trek discovery season three, episode three and four. I'm still crying. Um, every, every episode is like really just tugging my heartstrings, man. It's great. Um, yeah. So you just mentioned that. Yeah. The reason I didn't hop on and play squadrons with you last night, because I stupidly started watching discovery last night and was up to like 1 a.m. and I think I'm three to four three third or fourth episode in yeah it's good it's awesome it's good man it it's it's super dope um I don't want to give anything away but there was a brief glimpse where you see a ship and on it it says the USS Nog which is a cool shout out to Aaron Eisenberg who passed away last year he played Nog ah yeah 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 Ferengi yeah, yeah Rom's, Rom's son, but Nog, who became um, went to Starfleet Academy, became Ensign, and then final episode became Lieutenant. See the first Ferengi to go into Starfleet. Mm-hmm. First yeah. Ferengi to be in Starfleet. Mm. So there was like it's in like a brief glimpse in the fourth episode. You just see it just for a moment, but it's like, see, that's a cool like you know head nod. You like tip your cap kind of thing. I like seeing that stuff. Sweet. Um, they don't have to make a big deal out of it, but yeah, that's my week in Star Wars, and uh, sure. <laughs> All right, sweet Chris, it's you, man. Finale, bring us, bring us in. Oh, bring home, boys, boys. This week and last, these last two weeks, just in general, they feel like about three years long, don't they? Yes, mate. Fucking time, mate. What's going on? This week, I've learned how old I am. Um, <laughs> what? Cause I ripped a kitchen out yesterday, and I woke up this morning, and I feel like I've been run over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do you know? Oh shit! Do you know what else made me feel old yesterday? Home Alone celebrated its thirtieth anniversary. Oh mate, I know. What? I know. The f- mate, how can that film be thirty years old? They're remaking it, aren't they, for Disney Plus or something? No, mate. I know, mate. No, outrageous. Are they really? They no. are. No. Jesus. They yeah, can't, you can't replace Macaulay Culkin. I mean, come on. Uh, don't make. You know, I work. With, I work with some people that honestly, truly believe that Home Alone Two is a superior film to Home Alone One. No, nope. ah! I, I swear, these are the kind of people that talk in the cinema. Fucking morons! If any of you are listening, you're morons. You know you're morons because every time no, I get watch up, I tell you. <laughs> Anyway, stop. I mean, Home Alone up. 2 was pretty good, but it's not better. Nah, it... Yeah. No way. Absolutely sacrilege. No chance. Plus, it's that got that orange in. prick in it. Uh, it's got absolutely <laughs> horrible cameo. Yes. Yeah, Come on. Uh, Star Wars. So, I've, I've watched a, a bit more Rebels. Um, nice. I've got, the, I've got the Lando episode, Ed. Woo! 
No! Or the puffer pigs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to say to say all he had to do is walk into a recording booth and lay some vocals down. At his age, he sounds awake and he sounds like Lando. Yes. <laughs> I agree. Sounds yeah. awake. <laughs> sounds awake. <laughs> sounds awake. He won he won at the celebration when Jimmy got his autograph and Ed, but <laughs> <laughs> felt like he was on death's door. <laughs> Brilliant. I love it. As Kev alluded to before, we uh, we've had a little purchase this week, haven't we, Kev? And mate, yeah. it's funny. We're texting on the group chat, and we've had we both had a parcel arrive. Well, we had a shipping notice from Royal Mail that uh, <laughs> something from our favourite UK store, Star Action Figures, was on its way. Oh, um, and then we we're like, "Won't it be funny if we've ordered same thing on same day and it arrives on same day?" Aren't we funny? Um, so <laughs> we decided that we'd we'd have a call later in the week for another reason that we'll get to in a minute. But we'll, we'll save the box for that, and then we, we opened it up and we had actually bought the same thing, and it was quite funny. Weren't it, it? Was, it was, mate. It was super suspenseful. They had the box held up to the camera, both of them, and they both like pulled back that it was a green bubble wrap. Yeah, at the yeah, same time, and it was the same thing that they ordered. It flapped open like a bat wing, and like Jimmy and I were like not surprised <laughs> at all. At all, at all. Because what, what was that, Kev? What was behind hey. that bubble wrap? Oh, it was the big bad BF, wasn't it? It was big yeah. bad BF retro <laughs> collection. <laughs> Boba Fett retro. That's right. Well, yeah, but but you know. Do you know what, though? Because obviously we opened it, didn't we? And the one thing I love with Star Action Figures is their green bubble wrap when you open it. Mm. Obviously, we take the figure out the the, the, uh, the bubble wrap, but it's got, like, the horrible retro sticker on. Mm. And I'm going to be honest at this point, boys. I haven't had the balls to try and risk taking it off, but somebody has, haven't they, Chris? I don't and- know anyone that's attempted to take a retro collection sticker off one of their figures and done it without damaging the packaging. And I fucking nailed it, because I'm an absolute nerd, and I love stickers, and I know exactly how to control it. <laughs> what techniques to use? Nice. Yeah. What, what made it worse, <laughs> what made it nerdier, is like, I'm saving mine, and I'm like, Chris, you can do that for mine, can't you, next time I see you. <laughs> so, Did you use <laughs> chemicals or anything? Nah, uh, mate, just use my thumb. Nice. My magic thumb. Thumb, thumb magic. does a lot of things. Okay, you know? so if Kev has you do his, just fuck it up badly yeah what was funny is i was halfway through it and uh, i got determined i got determined to do it knowing that i'll probably unbox it anyway and rip him out of the packet i was just like i was like i need, I need to prove this can be done <laughs> made it made it worse mate you were like you know you're gonna rip that fucking thing open aren't you oh man uh, you did it for science science appreciates it <laughs> excellent excellent but yes the reason that we did that group call is that I've had a very special, special delivery this week. Um, I got my first, my first ever hot toy. Oh, oh, buzzing for you, mate! Oh, absolutely! Oh, like a kid, like you know, you give. I was like, oh, come on, mate! What you got? What is it? What is it? But you, did you know Ed what it was or something? I did because, he, so earlier in the week, I think it was in the week, Chris sent a uh, screenshot of the email he got. Um, of the like your package is on its way or something and then <laughs> he deleted the message and 
resent it editing out what was in the title of the email <laughs> and i was like i saw what it was exactly what it was but i was like you know i'm not gonna spoil kev's experience no, I, missed it. I was a bit late because i was working and then i come on and it was like a message had been deleted and then there was like this new message with a massive black mark over what was on it and i'm like shit i missed that what it was i've missed what it was <laughs> And Ed was like, I saw it. I know what it is. <laughs> I was like, great. So, so what I got was the, it's the Mandalorian. Um, yeah, it's fucking brilliant. Season, so it's the Mandalorian from season one, chapter one, chapter two, original, manky, scruffy armor. Mm-hmm. It's like brown and beige. And oh, it's just rad. I'm not going to lie. It's, I'm blown away. I knew they were good. I've briefly seen your hot toys, Kev, as close as you let me get to them. Um, yeah, like like five mile away. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, what's this? What's this mark, Kev, on that Genoso one? He's like, never mind, never mind. Get out of my room. Get out of my room. Get out of my room. Um, where, where, are all our, where are all their clothes? <laughs> it did come with clothes. It did come with clothes. <laughs> so yeah, it's awesome. But it's I've talked about dinner that when they announced that luke um hoth snowspeeder pilot i pre-ordered it straight away i think i did it on the show didn't i yeah you did mm-hmm. i pre-ordered it like dead excited and then it's not going to come until february 2022 maybe, and then we talked about maybe. the the other week when i was uh went away for our anniversary i drunkenly got excited and pre-ordered the boba fett uh, 40th anniversary, and you did the same thing, didn't you, mate? <laughs> With a different figure. Um, but that don't come for fucking eons as well. So I was drunk like a couple of days later, which seems to be a theme, and I was just like, fucking not waiting ages for these bastards. So, I, you know, I was yeah, just like, <sighs> scrolling on my fucking phone on Sideshow website. I'm like, what can I, I want one now. I want one now. So I was just like, Oh, Mando, that comes out next month. For right, I love that fucker. <laughs> <laughs> I bought it when I was pissed, and it said September on it. And then, oh. like midway through September, I had no shipping notice, and I kept messaging you. <clears> didn't <throat> tell me. Like, Kev, you know these these like when when Sideshow says it's going to release something. What, what's what's the crack like? What 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 happens? Is like oh, that's just that's just a initial date it, it doesn't actually come out on that date they're always delayed and i'm like motherfucker and then a couple of weeks ago it said it was shipping and yeah it's awesome it's arrived i'm were, blown away were you scared you'd get added ed boss hearted on those a little bit sharded <laughs> i was like I'm not this will probably turn up after my loot one but you know <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's arrived and it's wicked and i just I'm just, it's a mixed emotions of like elation and joy, but embarrassment at the rest of my collection because it just seems that shit compared to it. Apart from my Captain Tarpaul's figure and Mr. Oh, Obi. Right. right. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. Absolutely. But still the creme de la creme, aren't they, mate? Still the creme de la creme. Yes, mate. It's brilliant. Anyone that's teetering on the edge of ordering a hot toy or thinking, shall I get one? Just fucking do it because do you know what? We're all going to be dead soon, aren't we? So, what do you get with it, mate? Yeah, a couple features about it that you love. Yeah, what, what, do, you, what do you get with it? 
Ooh. You get some extra hands. That's exciting, isn't nice. it? Nice. Yeah, sure, sure. Pardon. Um, yes. Yes, Jimmy. Thank you for reminding me. So you get... It <laughs> comes with the original uh, Scarif, Shore Trooper, whatever you want to call it, Pauldron, which is like the beige colour with the blue stripe on, but it also comes with the best score one that she makes him like, in the first episode. <clears throat> oh, nice. Nice. Which is pretty cool. What do you have on him now? I have the Shore Trooper on him. Cool. Mm. Oh. G like that. Yeah. The stand that it comes on has got two pikes on it and it's got a, a TK stormtrooper helmet on spiked to it yeah. with like blood on shit off it, which just looks rad. And uh, I've put him in a really cool cool pose. The stand is amazing. <laughs> I think the stand is amazing. It's, like, it's got like sand. Like like is Darth, yeah. Darth Maul, it's like some black thing. It's not even like whatever. So I'm 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 a little jealous about the stand that came on. Ooh. It's pretty cool. Um, and then Kev, because this is my first one, so it's like I, you did. I obviously stared at it for a while, and then touched myself, and then stared at it some more. And <laughs> Kev, <laughs> Kev, was like, "You want to go on YouTube, mate? Watch these posing videos." So I was like, "What are you on about posing videos?" So I was like, later on that night, I was like downstairs. <laughs> Get fucking YouTube on <laughs> Mandalorian hot toy posing search. <laughs> fucking about fifty videos. Come on. <laughs> so I put one on, and this guy, like within thirty seconds, that went off straight away. So this guy. Yes, today's video we're going to talk about the new Mandalorian hot toy and uh, the different ways you can pose. I'm like, you can get <laughs> fucked off, mate. So I put another one. I went to it like. This overexcited American, but you know, he, I could cope with it. And it was really cool. He was like doing all these different poses and showing, putting him in all these different. He'd got one of the remnant troopers as well. well I don't know oh, why. I don't think they're out yet. But he had shitloads of hot toys behind him, so they'd probably just send him to him. And he was putting it in poses like fighting and shit, which was really cool. But anyway, halfway through this video, Mrs. H walks in. And sits down, Uh-oh. and she last she lasted about two minutes, and she just looked at me and went, "Seriously?" I was like, "What?" She was like, "This is a new fucking low." <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you mean? She's like, it's not bad enough that you've been up in your room all half half a day, and stroking yourself over this ridiculously expensive toy you bought yourself. <laughs> the amount of shit you made me watch these years, we've been together. And now you're making me watch fucking some overexcited American who's easily nearly 50 years old. <laughs> Tell him on YouTube how to pose their expensive toys. <laughs> Turn it off. Turn it off. I want Grey's Anatomy on. Come on. I'm not fucking having that. I weighed it up. And I was like, you know what? You're right, love. I'll, I'll just turn it off. She's <laughs> watching on my phone on silent. You should have just gone. You have it. You have it. You have it. Shell, which pose do you like best? Shall I put him in this pose? <laughs> <laughs> or should I put him in this one? Which one do you think? I swear to God, I'll turn it off. Just tell me which one do you like better. <laughs> just get out. Just like, just get out now. Just get out. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Yeah, so that's me, uh, man. Awesome. Hey, congratulations on your first hot toy. Yes, many congratulations. First Thank of you. many. 
Yeah, oh, first of many. Oh god, it, it's it's rad. I'm not gonna lie. Are you pulling the trigger on that Ahsoka? Uh, no, no. Okay, I, I don't you... know. No, and I'm no. sitting over here googling because I'm like, whoa, what? <laughs> no, I would definitely, definitely be pulling the trigger straight away on one that's been teased recently. Yeah, yeah. There's been two teased, haven't they? But I think I know which one you might be going for. We're not going to talk about it? Okay. All right. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) All right. Um, This goes... some Leia. Yeah, let's go on to the segment Be More Leia. This is a segment where we read a page from the book Be More Leia, written by Christian Blovelt. Blovelt. Blovelt it. Let's do it. Yeah, buddy. All right. So, as you may or may, may not know, we are in the chapter Forging Your Own Path. And when I was pre-reading this earlier, I was like, God damn, this book does such a good job of relating it to our current situations. And this current page does not fail us in that regard. All right, here we go. This is entitled... Don't quit when things get tough. Yeah, and lately things have been a little tough for me. So, this is good. When fighting for a cause, things won't always go your way. At times it will seem dark. Very dark. You may face colleagues who don't trust you to act in their best interest. You will face scorn from strangers and friends alike. Sometimes... It will feel as though you're the only one who can see the big picture. But know that darkness can't last forever. You will find your way through it, even if it feels like you're the sole passenger in an enormous star cruiser in the vacuum of space. And the quote, I love this quote. When I first saw this movie, the first time I saw this movie, I remembered it. Anyway. Hope is like the sun. If you only believe in it when you see it, you'll never make it through the night. <gasps> and that's that's, from, that's Vice Admiral Holdo quoting <clears throat> General Organa. You know this fucking book, man. I know I've said this before, but that Lando book was for you, Kev. This is... I'm convinced this book's for me. Mm. <laughs> yeah. This last week, I'm not going to lie, it's going to been it's been very, very trying for many reasons. But I think I just needed to hear that. Yeah, mm. I think a lot of people right now are needing to hear that. It's good. I yeah. think so. I think so. I think you summed it all perfectly. Had about perfect timing and perfect quotation in it. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Absolutely fantastic. Very, very trying times right now, indeed. Agreed. Agreed. And then when something that's like unexpected happens, 
that's more trying on top of the current trying time. It's like, oh my god. But anyway. <laughs> yeah, ma'am. That's heard. <sighs> anyway. Be more Leia. We are entering a new chapter next week, just so you know. Ooh. What's titled? Titled, Building a Community. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting, huh? Yeah. All right. Uh, is it, is it, it's not got any advice about building kitchens and stuff, has it? <laughs> uh, I could use that, right? that. Oh, do you know what? I can't believe I didn't think of that. <laughs> building a kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything in there on that? <laughs> yeah, Chris, building building a new garage. Removing <laughs> tile. Is there a chapter removing, on removing tile? <laughs> Come on, Ed, Ed, what you should do is like make that chapter up and just go, there is a quick way to remove tiles that will save you lots of stress and hassle. You need this machine. <laughs> and bless someone to do it. And then pay, yeah, that, <laughs> pay someone else to do it. <laughs> <laughs> get someone else no I'm not reading step be more Kev <laughs> be more Kev yeah. step number one open your wallet step number two open your phone <laughs> yeah if you have the money you can do whatever you want just need the money yeah. oh, or you could just buy hot toys and not be <laughs> yeah buy hot toys and have a monthly fee you see, you can't even blame me there when Chris is sitting there with a brand new Mando at the side of his, on his shoulder. Going. And then during the week, he's like tearing his kitchen apart himself. <laughs> it's like, well, you could have paid somebody to do that, but hey, that's yeah. all that, you know, hot you toy will, or dry. You will buy hot toys. You will buy hot toys. <laughs> worth it. Totally I, worth it. I, I yeah. tell you. One quick thing, though. Mudding and putting up drywall is one of the worst fucking things in the world to do. That's it. There you go. You've been warned. little advice from Jimmy Dice. Oh! <laughs> I rhymed. Like that? Ooh, burger. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> Next segment is Are You Kidding Me? Let's do this. I think Kev has one for us. So Are You Kidding Me is a segment where we take anything in Star Wars that makes one say... Are you kidding me? So, uh, here we go. Are you kidding me? A surprise, to be sure. But it worked well. Right, fellas. Got a belter for you. Absolute belter. So, um, I think BC, before Chris, I did a, an Are You Kidding Me? Like a collection one. Like a vintage collection one. And uh, some, something's happened not far from where we live, Chris, in the last uh, two or three weeks. So there, were, there was, a sto- was a story broke in uh, oh. Dudley. Have you heard about it? Yeah, it's a belter, isn't it? So it's about 40, 50 miles from where uh, Mr. Hall and I live. Uh, there's a little place called Dudley in the West Midlands. And um, Dudley, all right, mate. All right, mate. Dudley. Dudley. 555 mate all right um <laughs> and uh unfortunately <laughs> the accent mate um somebody passed away unfortunately recently um and basically in his will to his neighbor he left him a load of toys an absolute load of toys in the garage and they were all in bin bags and black bags and this couple that inherited all this stuff basically thought it was worthless and were going to dismiss it and throw it all away. 
And they'd actually arranged for some skips to come and take them away because they thought all this stuff was was worthless. What's so uh, somebody for the listeners? What's skips? A skip is like a basically where you just dump rubbish into it. You hire like a big metal container, they put it all in, and then come and take it all away. Gotcha. So basically, they thought all these toys were rubbish that were apps were garbage. And then somebody said, uh, "Well, you want to you want to contact the local auctioneers and." get them to have a look and see if it's worth anything before you throw it all away. So they contacted an auctioneers uh, called Aston Auctioneers. And this guy went along and had a look and started opening up. And he said, like, the first thing he saw was this rare Batman toy. He says, and then they said, well, go into the garage because we've got a load of these toys that we think we were just going to throw away. We've got a load of these toys in there. Is there anything that's worth anything? So apparently he goes into the into the garage and there is just an absolute shit ton of original boxed vintage Star Wars toys. Boxed? Boxed. Wow. Unopened. What the fuck? And there were two of the rarest things there. There was a uh, carded original packing Star Destroyer Commander. That was completely unopened, original, and there's only a couple of those left apparently in the world. Jesus. And then the 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 fucking creme de la creme was a vinyl caped Jower. Would... Original original card, like basically unopened, just completely there. Just all these other toys, box Falcons, box everything. And they were going to throw them away. They were just going to skip everything. So basically, wow. they, this auctioneer came and he went, look, you've got some good shit here, love. You've got some absolute... <laughs> so they they valued it all up and it was expected to fetch. They thought about 250 grand, 250-odd thousand. They were like, wow. um, it's, it's, it's going to be good. Wow. So, yeah, the auction was about a week ago, I believe. Uh, something like that. It finally went to the auction. It fetched a complete total of four hundred and ten thousand. Holy shit! All Are that for a fuck. Yeah. All that for a Jawa and a cape. Oh, no, this was the old collection. The Jawa in the cape fetched twenty-two grand. One card. This figure. is pounds, right? It's, it's yes, pounds. Mate, yes. Is that like what thirty thousand dollars? Jesus. For Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Wow. The vinyl thing. But unfortunately, I mean, it's like what makes it is the auctioneers that did it said it was their best ever auction they'd had in about 20 years. But that was their final auction because they've had to close due to COVID. And they oh, said, yeah. we, found, we found this. This was our last ever auction, like live. like that. that and wow. then they put out of business. And it fetched the best sort of uh, that they've ever had. In over twenty odd years of, of, of auctioneering, that's incredible, amazing. That's, that's just, cool. It's just t- unbelievable to think that this couple that inherited it thought everything was worthless, and yeah. they'd actually, they actually said later on after the auction that they'd actually organised these skips to come to throw them all away, to throw to just get rid of them because they thought well, we can't do anything with them. We don't know what they are, mm-hmm. and at yeah, the end, wow. it's fetched four hundred and ten. As grand if, for as it. if someone would pay that much for trash. I've got to say, Ed, I mean, 
the payment plan I've got on this now, mate, is absolutely <laughs> $50 a day. <laughs> I've worked it out at £50 a month over the next 70 years of my life if I live that long. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, dudes, that's something. So, Damn. yeah, that that's it. It's It's... I couldn't believe it when I saw it. And I know you, you've probably seen the stories and read about it. I know you have, Chris, haven't you? You saw the story yeah, on mate, it. Yeah. But, uh, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Right near so you. Impressive. Right near you. Literally 40, 50 miles from where we are. I wonder if the auction house is like, shit, we need to find more people with Kev, old Star Wars toys to sell. <laughs> Kev, you need to do your work thing over there. Yeah. <laughs> like, look through attics over there and stuff. What do you mention that? Because, like, every survey I'd be doing, I'd be like, I, I, I have to go into your garage. They go, what do you need to go there for? No reason. I just need to go and have a look. And they walk in there and say, like, hey, why are you pawing through all my shit for? I was like, oh, no, it's all part of the audit. It's okay. It's all part of my work. It's like when you went in that geezer's loft, you were like, came back down. Say, mate. Yeah, them Star Wars books up there. You're doing it with them. <laughs> I, didn't, I noticed that you didn't bend any of the ears on the on the dog ear of the pages or right in the biro in the book. How much you want for that book? Oh, yeah. I got them. I was like, I'm having them. They're in this loft. You don't want them. Every cloud, you see, now and again, you get a bit of a bargain. So, yeah, so that, that's the are you kidding me? So, uh, Kev, what would yeah. you have done if you walked into a house and saw that? Do you know what? On your done? survey. On your survey. Left. I, I'd have said to them, are they your toys? Are they yours? And if they'd have said, uh, yeah, we don't, I'd have said, look. We got skips what? for them. <laughs> not, like, I'd be like, look, they're not worth anything. They're completely, <laughs> they, uh, look, I'll do you a favor and take them, take them off your hands. And I'll, t- I'll, give, you, I'll give you 20 quid. But not, I'll t- Actually, uh, what you do, you should get them to pay you to take it. Like, I was going to say give me twenty bucks. I'll throw them in the back of my car, and I'll I'll be done with them. No, I should have done. Yeah, I tell you what, so just give I'm driving by the dump, you know, like I'll, I'll just drop them off. Psychology of this, you tell them that it's worthless by saying, like, listen. If you want, you can give me 20 bucks and I'll throw them out for you. It's like, give you 20 bucks. I'll do it for free. It's like, all right, all right. I'll just get rid of them for you. There's one or two yeah. in there I might want. You know. Yeah. You know. Uh, this, this little carded jawa thing, look like that's shit, love. That, I really, I really got to use the privy and that, that cake could really help me out. So <laughs> I'd like this one. Oh, God. That's, yeah. that's crazy. I love hearing those stories. I, I love, love that, yeah. So, uh, yeah, blinder. Right. Absolute blinder. All right. Well, that is... Are you kidding me? Thank you, Kev. Um, now we move on. Well, we usually go on the news, but we are going to go over the last two episodes, Chapter 10 and Chapter 11 of The Mandalorian. Chapter 10 is entitled The Passenger, directed by Peyton Reed, who did uh, Ant-Man, correct? Mm-hmm. Correct. And then he did. chapter eleven, the Harris is directed by Bryce. Harris. 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 Sorry. Directed by Bryce Dallas Howard. Bless her soul. She's amazing. Okay. <clears throat> Heard. Jimmy, you want to start us off talking us through chapter ten? What do you uh, think of it? That kind of stuff. Know, 
I just had a real I just had a real urge for a good good scotch egg, you know. <laughs> At the end of it. I ain't gonna lie to you. But um I I really it, this was this is cool. It was great. We got to see Dr. Mandible. I mean, who the yeah. fucking names the guy Dr. Mandible? You think that was because it was the Ant-Man guy? That was yeah. definitely there, wasn't it? Yeah. More, more, most li- more likely than not. I mean, so here we see the Mandalorian. He's finished up with his big fight with the crate Dragon. Got a hunk of meat on the back of his mm. speeder bike. Yep. He's got to cruise back. Got to get the heck out of Dodge. I don't know how he just automatically thought to be like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to watch the kid for, or, you know, watch the ship, fix the ship for a bit, I'll be back. It's like, oh, yeah, while you're out there, come back with a big hunk of meat. He just kind of, you know, just throws it on and stuff. Maybe it's part of his payment to help fix the ship. Um, wasn't it cool seeing Yeah, no one asked for the it, meat, right? Like, he just took it? No, no, he just, he just took it because you know crate dragon meat is just as good as any Australian Queensland beef or A5 Wagyu. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I thought that was cool. The droid rotating, the hunk of beef was cool. Beef, the hunk of crate. That was super dope. Um, find out the uh, Dr. Manbull has a lead to uh, the next Mando cohort, or covert, and uh, cohort. And he needs to get there, but in order to get there, there's a person that he needs to know, and part of the deal is that he transports this passenger. This passenger is a lovely mama frog, with a big old tank full of baby frogs in it that are her eggs, and they need to transport it through sublight to this next system. Can't go into hyperspace. Yeah. Which, you know, the premise of this whole story of them lumbering along in this really old ship. So. Yeah. Um, did you guys get Dark Crystal vibes from her? Chris, I'm going to go to you because I know you love Dark Crystal. Like, just the puppeteering kind of stuff? No, no, mate. No, I didn't actually. It really felt like it. I don't know. Just when, especially when when in that scene where they're running from the spiders later in the in the episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's jumping yeah. and doing the frog jumping thin. Like I was like, yeah. yeah. But um, mm. the frog jumping was really cool. I, I liked. I liked. Um, I'll just go through what I liked about the episode. The the X wings when they encounter him on the Razor Crest. And he has to like, kind of like, try and get his way out of it. Did you guys not get a Han Solo vibe out of that? Oh, absolutely. And then he looks to his left and looks to his right, and the X wings lock their foil X foils in attack position. Yeah, oh man, when the X foils opened up, I was like, damn. And I was like, watching it with my girls on my like third watch. And I was like, what are those girls? What are those? Tie fighters? No. They look like X's. They're X's. They're X wings. No. Get to the basement. Think about what you've said. <laughs> oh, they always do that. They always say Tie Fighters. Fuck. Anyway, I got to work on that. Um, the alien feel to it with the eggs. That was cool. Yeah. Yeah. Literally, that definitely alien. had that. It reminded me of the movie Alien. Mm. Yes. Them like was, hatching out of it and stuff. Yeah. There was even a reference in the next episode, but it like definitely. An alien thing in that one, won't they? Right. Like with they, yeah, yeah, definite. I also love that it's not a small galaxy, and it wasn't Crown Nest, and it wasn't Ilum. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty pissed off about that. To be honest, this episode was awful because I've lost a two or false. <laughs> I, I know, right? That's why it's awful. <laughs> yeah. 
Dude, then those so the spider things that came up. So when they crash land on this ice planet, come to find out they're not alone. And Baby Yoda, who is can't stop eating those Cadbury delicious little eggs out oh, of that uh, out of the canister, which at first is like, oh, that cute what a little shit. I uh, eating the children. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> like, like the oh, last of the ooh. line of a family. I know. Not, I was like, Ugh. I mean, like, I think it was one or two eggs too much. Like, we got the drift. But also, if you have a child, this is classic, like, you need to be better at parenting. Like, get on their ass. Stop it. They'll keep doing it. But yeah, he kids, didn't. He doesn't know. know. He's like, yeah. 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 No, for 100%. I, uh, not to, to, to sidetrack back to your real quick, just to that first, uh, when he's encountering the two X Wing pilots, my favorite scene out of that is when they ask him, Hey, uh, have you been seen around this Republic tra- prison transport? Blah, 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 blah. It's just silence. And, and all of a sudden, he's like, he just yeah, dies. He was like, yeah, it's that I'd love to have seen like his facial expression. He's just sitting there, and all of a sudden, he's like, "Nope, we're getting the hell out of here." <laughs> I can't talk my way out of this. Yeah. yeah, no, that was great. But no, the 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 whole that whole weird little arc with Yoda and the eggs and stuff like that was kind of was kind of a bit weird. But did you know that frogs in general, because they kept referring to him as a frog. It reminded me of this third grade project I did about frogs. Did you know that frogs typically lay between 4,000 and 12,000 eggs during a reproductive cycle, depending on the species? Frogs and toads are very different. Mm. Good job she didn't in this episode, wasn't it? Yeah, I think she had like 12. (laughs) Well, they didn't really (laughs) specify the amount of eggs they had in the Camtono or the container or whatever the heck it was. Um... So I I know people are kind of upset about the 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 eggs being kind of a kind of a thing, but I, they never specify how many are in, they were in there. And this is Star Wars. There could have been like two thousand of them in there for all we know. Well, you know what I mean? Because it's Star Wars. Well, it didn't look like that. It looked like twelve. And also, my wife Mrs. B brought this up. Like, if this is the last of your line and you have a this one canister of eggs left, wouldn't you have counted them? And then know that there are some missing. Like, that occurred to me as I was watching it. But, like, yeah. Right. And especially so, if you have the intellect ability to turn a droid that's been sh- shot into a voice vocabulary thing to help translate you. You'd be able to count your eggs, right? <laughs> you'd think well, so, wouldn't you? <laughs> one would think. And that's why I think that they were like, it was a very like figurative term. Like there were just way more eggs in there than we thought. And ah, she ain't gonna miss like you know the ten that you baby. <laughs> Chris, what do you think about what do you think about the old egg thing? Uh, I thought the egg gag was funny the first time until I remembered that there were this poor woman's <laughs> last of her kind. Yeah, uh, and then I was well, like, well, "She said last of her line, well, what, right?" What last the fuck? Yeah, uh, I just think they played the gag way too much. Yeah, to be honest, and it was a little bit insensitive. But agreed, agreed. I think they went one or two eggs too much. Um, what do you think of the episode? Um, let Kev go because then I can end it on a positive. Okay. <laughs> 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 what what are you trying to say? What are you trying to say at this point? Um, 
It so, was absolutely <laughs> fucking brilliant. It was the best episode of The Mandalorian so far. Um, no, uh, no, I'm not going to be negative because I love it. I love the show and I love it's it's Star Wars. But to me, I'm genuinely, my f- I've watched it a couple of times, and to me, that's enough. Um, my first, my first reaction <laughs> when I when I first, saw, I mean, no, because I'm not. It's not a bad episode. Don't get me wrong. It's not a bad episode. I'm just, I just wasn't that enamoured with it. I but. just wasn't that bowled over with it i thought it's made it a little bit better with the next episode and how you know but at the time i was watching it i felt it was a bit unnecessary and i love all the star wars nods in it we love all the little you know little nods in it and it's great but as an overall story as an overall episode i just thought it was okay i just thought it was okay it had some cool bits in it. It had some nice throwbacks to previous Mando episodes, like you say, Ed, with the droid coming back to life and bringing the the translator things. Um, yeah, it was okay. I like I liked it because it's Mando and it's great, but it didn't, you know, absolutely blow me away. So it was just a decent, okay episode. Any Easter eggs you liked in it, or no? Oh, but, I mean, no pun intended with it, eggs. Yeah, I mean, you, you've spoke about, um, you know, I love the fact that, that Trapper was back, that we spoke about, that Filoni came back into it, and obviously the guest appearance, Vaughn, the guy, um, I can't remember. But Canadian he was, actor, was, yes. Yeah, yeah, because I was kind of thinking, has he been in it before when I saw it? I thought he looked familiar, and then obviously he's part of certain Star Wars. Is he in the 501st or something, or... He's, anyway, a, he's a big cosplayer. Yeah. To yeah. Um, so, I mean, like, nothing that you haven't spoke about, like I say, so it was okay. It was just an okay episode for me. So go, Chris, be positive. Say how much you liked it. <laughs> His name is Paul Sun Hyung Lee. Yeah. There it is. Cool. No, I, I really enjoyed it overall. Um, I watched it later in the day, Kev. Um, mm. and, and I think that had an effect because like, when that first episode aired uh, chapter nine that first week it was like seven in the morning for us wasn't it it was mate yeah but yeah. now those guys have had daylight savings as as eight o'clock which is I'm on the school run so I, don't, I missed that first drop and then I don't get to watch it till later in the day um, and I think that's having an effect I'll just do I ask you that mate because I I must admit like it seems strange watching something you're so hyped up for early in yeah. the morning, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, overall, really enjoyed it. Um, that intro on Tat- Tatooine was rad. The mm. shots of him like on that speeded, speeding across the desert were just <clears throat> super cool. Um, I love that little dude from Force Awakens. Yes. And the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the jetpack gag, I love that. thought that was brilliant. Um I really, I, I thought Frog Lady was cool. I really liked her. Mm-hmm. Um, I love when she hijacked the droids and like mm-hmm. to make him translate. Yeah, yeah, that was really cool. Well, it makes um, you think, like, uh, just because they look like another race yeah. reptile thing, they're still super smart. You know what I mean? Like, it's still. And she's, smart. um, she was in the cantina in chapter five in the first season. Yeah. Oh, nice! I didn't know that. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Well, I'm gonna have to rewatch that. That's cool. I like that. I like that a lot. I love that. Do you, uh, well, that 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 makes me bring up the point. Like this episode, you didn't love Kev, but there might be a lot in it that they will bring back later. Mm. Oh yeah, I mean they they kind of did that with the next episode. But anyway, go on, Chris. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> like you mentioned it before, but when the X wings change the frequencies, they're like, "I love that one." It's like, uh, "Can you switch the channel to uh, for a yeah. minute?" And it goes <laughs> silent, and they like yeah. Mando just looks out the window, and it's like the S foils lock into attack position, like, <laughs> and you're like, "Yeah!" It's like that was probably my favorite part in the episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because really cool. as an audience, like you're like, it was one of the geeky things. Like, oh, they just lock S foils in attack position. <laughs> <laughs> And yes, Dave Filoni is one of the pilots, so surely that's half a point yes. for true or false for me. Mm. Mm. So I have a question for you guys with this because you just brought it up. Um, does that do you like that Filoni's in it like this, or is it pulling you out of the episode, pulling out of you, pulling you out of the universe? Be like, oh shit, it's Filoni. Fuck. Yeah, I think it is a bit too much. I can't be asked with him again. Yeah. Like if he turns up again, I'm like, nah, it's a yeah. bit much. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there is there's something in this next episode, Kev, the latest one that pulls me out of the universe, and it's really stupid reason why as well. Okay. But we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, we've talked about the egg. I love the Kriner, the the spiders from the yeah. uh, from the Ralph McQuarrie concept art for mm-hmm. Empire Strikes Back. They were. I wicked. did love them. They were great. Yeah, they were fantastic. Um, the X Wing rescue scene that wasn't like it felt really awkward to me. Yeah. That old mm-hmm. dive. Yeah, that's the only bit that really didn't click for me. It just felt really awkward. Yes, I agree. Like a really weird finish to the to that like him being rescued and then that dead awkward conversation. Like, how about you like help us? We're like, how about we yeah. don't and we just leave you here instead of arresting you? It's like, uh, what? Yeah. Yeah. What well, does he say? Something about? Does he say something about these are trying times or something? Yeah. 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 Like. These really are trying weird. times. Yeah, kind of a strange. You're like, give me and then he acts yeah. it well, but the writing, I don't know. Like, well, but yeah, the line, the line was, the line was just written a little bit too weird. I'm, I'm with you, Chris. That, um, that whole section was just a little bit bizarre. Yeah, it just didn't. Forced. It, it was just forced. Didn't, yeah, didn't click for me. That it was weird. But yeah, I've, like, I've heard the criticisms of the episode. I don't mind it, like being a Saturday morning cartoon, like forward slash monster of the week show mm. like, i'm i'm really into that that's what buffy was and buffy was my favorite tv show of all time because it still had an overarching story for the season and i think this is what it's doing um and i think we'll get that as it progresses so i don't mind these mini side missions yeah I'm, al- I'm almost like bracing for the next one after yeah the next what will be the next one chapter whatever 12 Chapter 12, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm almost like bracing it to be like another kind of like quote unquote filler, but I'll be fine with it. Like it's just yeah. it's moving to the next yeah, point. But it, it is decent filler though, isn't it? Because they can't just do the overall story every week, can they? Right. You know, like Chris right. says, it's, it's, it's a good way of doing a show, isn't it? Of saying, well, he's got this bit, little bit. I mean, we spoke about obviously the little bit, the first episode on Tatooine of the new series, and now it felt episodic in a good way didn't it like right so this episode he's going to be doing this but there's going to be all this star wars stuff in it you know and then the second episode yeah same thing isn't it chris you know and you're right yeah but like uh, 
people yeah. are criticizing it for that but i don't mind it being no 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 not at all yeah absolutely i like the fact that it feels like a saturday morning cartoon agreed. it's like a agreed. monster of the week show Do you I, know what I mean i i i i know exactly what you mean because i think this is a good way for him to introduce other things in the star wars universe like you know star wars isn't just a bunch of mandos the empire and the rebellion like there's so much more to it and there's a lot of it that was flushed out in the clone wars and the and rebels that they're starting to bring in as well like i don't mind the filler bottled episodes because they all do play a role like the mother frock we see in the next episode the way she shoots the little squid or the little uh crina yeah, that's also the next episode. Uh, the way she shoots the little spider off his head um, to save his life or whatever. That little pistol reminds me oddly of a pistol used in Battlestar Galactica, but that's something different. But one of the most important things that I saw in this one... Oh, by the way, the spider things, Rebel Season 2, Episode 20, The Mystery of Trapper Base. But and and they're, one, they don't look exactly like the Ralph. They're not those. No, no, no. They're 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 not. But they're the but same. It's, it's kind of close. Mm. Yeah, you know where he got. He was the, the idea was influenced from. And I well, and I the lore. I think in the lore they're the same. Like yeah, they're both hers. the same. Yeah. Like named the same, et cetera. But uh, you know, from animated. I mean, just look at a Tie Fighter and animated and Tie Fighter IRL. I say Star Wars IRL, but squadrons. One, yeah, squad. Yeah, squadrons. The really important. Uh, point that I took away from this is when Frog Lady was talking through the alien ant dude droid, Mandalorians keep keep your word. Like keeping your word is part of the Mandalorian code, or maybe that's what they just tell the children, right? And so I think that's as even though it doesn't progress the storyline, I think it progresses Mando as a character. Is like, listen, I gave them my word, I was going to get them there. Like the Mandalorians are known for this, so. And I think, and I'll, I'll explain this a little bit more later when we talk about the next episode, how this ties in. But I think this is that internal, like Mando defining who he is as, as like, these are my, this is my code. I follow the Mandalorian creed. I will do what is good and what is right. You know what I mean? Maybe not what is good, but what is right. Um, and then, yeah, that's, uh, oh, also the, the physical, um, acting of inside of a mask when the little dude fell out of the sky off the jetpack on the opening scene. <laughs> Baby Yoda just kind of just fucking looks at him and was like, "Is that cool? Did we do that?" He's just like, eh. "You know, yeah." I'm like, "Yes." <laughs> that touched Perfect. the dark side a little bit, but it's fine. He's like, wasn't that some dark side shit? He's like, "Ah, nah, don't close your eyes." Oh, uh, when he eyes. when the Baby Yoda ran up to him, I love every time. Uh. You know, you know they yeah, avoid yeah, yeah. it whenever they can filming. You know what I mean? Like when they're making mm-hmm. it, they avoid it whenever they can. But when they show it, when they show Baby Yoda running or walking, I love it. <laughs> I fucking love it. <laughs> it's great, isn't it? Like the Christmas claymation thing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah. good. <laughs> oh, sweet. Silver Anybody gold. have anything else on this? Yeah, uh, well, yeah well, quick. What did you think to the uh, May the Force Be With You line? You know, to the also with you. Oh, to the uh, extra. Yeah, part. I it's just clumsy, it. man. It's just uh, it to feel it, didn't it? I just didn't like that bit. It didn't Wait feel a right. minute. Wait a minute. If you didn't know shit about the Jedi, yeah, that's what I couldn't he, understand. How did he know? Maybe he knows it's like a Republic thing. That's what the rebels, mm. the rebels yeah. say. I can, mm. I can dig that. All right. I all think right. that was kind yeah. of it, wasn't it? But it did feel a little bit. 
I, I think the armorer told him when he was restocking his. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The grenades, yeah, James. Come on. Yeah. If ever you meet new Republic pilots, just say this to him. Just Let's say, "May the force be with you." Come here. To <laughs> be they'll be, they'll be fine power. with it. It's like literally says <laughs> no. Uh... Restock your weapons over there. I didn't see it. Fake news. I want a recount of every goddamn grenade he put in that oh, backpack. Fuck. Oh dear. Fake news. Fake news. <clears throat> All right. So, uh, anything else on that episode? I'm trying to think. That Razor Crest is getting fucked up, and it gets fucked up more in the next episode. So, yeah, he, he, yeah, he needs. All right. So, we transitioning. Yeah. If everyone's okay with that, we're good. Yeah. We're transitioning. Let's transition. We're transitioning. To this transitioning fucking great. amazing Metamorphosing. I want to preface this. I'm not going to say what I liked about it, but I cried a couple times. Mate, don't even. <laughs> I shed. About, I shed tears of joy, multiple times. Let's talk yeah. about the hairless arrows. <laughs> That's not all I shed. At one bit, <laughs> chapter eleven. <laughs> Kev, you want to talk us through what you like? Oh, you mate, know? where do I begin? Where do I begin? This was. I love this episode. Genuinely. I was, you know. Well, Christmas wait, wait, mentioned... wait, 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 wait. You, you said you. What I remember when you watch this, you're like, I just finished watching it, and I just put it back on again. I did. Um, <laughs> so, Chris has already set the scene of how we have to watch it because I, I, I cannot wait. I have to watch it, at, but it comes on at eight a.m. And I don't know if that does affect your viewing of something because it's nice to watch it at night, but like. Um, and I know the first two episodes have been, I, I love them and they're great. And, you know, and, but this one, I was absolutely buzzed after watching it, like straight away. Like I, I put it on at eight o'clock and, and the worst of it was like this time I had a bit of bother getting it on because I'd loaded my Disney plus up and it said like the episode was there, but I couldn't see it. So I was like, what the fuck? So there was a bit of a panic and then eventually I managed to get it on <laughs> and I, I watched it once and i was like and i did that horrible thing to you three dinner where i was like look lads i'm not gonna tell you but fuck me this is a belter kind of thing there's an atst <laughs> in it i was like get ready for those atsts boys because this is fucking big there's atst <laughs> all over the place but like even from i like that it carried on from the last episode but then there was so much fantastic stuff in it um the the razor crest like battered to fuck and then the that opening thing reminded me a little bit of revenge of the sith when anakin and obi-wan and palpatine are in the um ship that goes into the atmosphere and i'm like straight away it had a bit of an episode three, another you know, happy crash. landing and oh mate i love that bit <laughs> and it's like when they when they're going on to trask the, the, I love the, the opening fucking bit, man. When we got some fucking Mon Calamari dude, just like I was like, I was out of my chair, man. This was like, and it's just like standing there, hands on hips, looking at this fucking ship getting battered and then falling into the fucking water. I was like, He's shaking his head. I love it. He's like, ah, oh, god damn it, not again. But, uh, straight away, like there was like the sound, the the, the sound of like that they'd used of like the Falcon. With like from the Razor Crest from Empire, just like that sound, we got like that little sort of crane that lifted it out the water that had like the yeah. 
the ATX awesome. sound. I was like, "Fuck, mm-hmm. this is like, this is like, there we're, was, we're in it now." There was a lot of sounds that they used, like doors closing, <laughs> things like that. Like, and I was like, "Oh, that's from this. That's from this. That's cool." Like, I don't know. Yeah, mm-hmm. throughout, throughout, sort of episode, wasn't it? It was just, just you know, just, just, and then obviously it was, it was teasing the whole. Mandalorian rescue of like more Mandalorians. Um, yeah, when Bo Katan showed up, I mean, you knew you, he was going to find Mandalorians in this episode. It was already because I love the little sweet scene between the frog and hus- the frog lady and her husband being reunited, you know, and it was like so sweet, so well done. But then you knew that obviously he asked about the other Mandos and stuff like that. And then when Bo Katan turned up, and it kind of, when she rescued Mando from that that pool and it echoed the shot of you know like when mando's left in the bunker and the original mandalorians rescue him yeah it was just mm-hmm. fucking fantastic stuff. take my uh, hand mm. oh dude that was man, there's so much stuff in it um i love her helmet I'm just gonna say that right now. i love the, i love the fact that the quorum were in it as well and the, and the mon calamari all these sh- and yes chris there was a shit ton of them weren't there mate <laughs> Fucking one nil. Come on, I love that. <laughs> oh man, and just then, obviously, talking the the the, the, the fact that it's explained of why he doesn't remove his the helmet, and yet some Mandalorians do, and that whole lore of Mandalorian that he's kind of part of an old sort of religion, religious religious yeah. zealot. Yeah, oh, it was that's cool. It was, it was brilliant. I thought the action was fantastic. Tight. I thought Bryce Dallas Howard did a fucking amazing job in this episode. I thought mm. she was brilliant. Obviously, when uh, Moff Gideon turned up, that long live the Empire scene was fucking great. It's just mm. Giancarlo, mm. man. He just fucking rocks this joint, doesn't he, when he's on screen. It's just that time with all that lot. And then, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to lie to you. The fucking pierced the resistance and i actually when a certain character's name was mentioned i do actually believe a little wee came out of me and uh... <laughs> <laughs> so katano oh man just that it, it was so well fucking done and it was just that fucking oh man, it was, yeah it dude, was... i saw the episode three times and i wanted to cry every time i heard it yeah, she says like go to Caladan and go to Corvus and you Ahsoka Tano. I'm like, oh, oh my god! And I was like, oh fucking hell! Like, oh man, fucking just fantastic, mate. Uh, I just love the fact. Obviously, the the theme running through it. It was all about reuniting and obviously reuniting Yoda with his original people. Bo-Katan and the Mandalorians be reunited. The, the frog lady and her husband be reunited those themes ran through it all the way through and it just was a great episode it implies the larger story obviously they're trying to get the dark saber back um telling yeah for the listeners dark saber is like a symbol of leadership in the mandalore culture so Mm. knowing that if you didn't may or may not know moff gideon's uh at the end of last season has the saber to get out of the his crashed TIE fighter. So mm. we know he has it and we know now that Bogotan wants it back. 
She mm-hmm. she originally had it. That's the last we knew about the dark saber. Was she had it at the end of mm-hmm. Rebels, right? Am I right? Mm-hmm. But she's lost that, hasn't she? So it's clearly now she she wants that back. She's going to obviously try and reunite Mandalore and stuff. But it was it just just had that bigger. And I know we get you can't have this every week. Chris is one hundred percent right, but this just was fucking great. It just moved everything on. Uh, fucking Katie Sackoff was fucking brilliant. Mm-hmm. Absolutely mm-hmm. awesome as, as Bo-Katan. That little bit, mm-hmm. first thing when she takes the helmet off and it's like that Vader sound, and it just goes, yeah. Yeah. Which, like, which, oh, which time she took her helmet off? Yeah, yeah the second, every time. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. was amazing. Yeah. But the <laughs> first time as well, when obviously it was like that shot, it was just, it's uh, genuinely, I mean, it's, it, it, for me, it's one of my favorite episodes. Probably not my favorite, but it's up there. I thought it was just, Brilliant. Mm. Um, so I love this one. Sweet. Chris, that- you're next. Yes. Um, yeah, it's great, wasn't it? I thought Bryce Dallas Howard fucking knocked this out of the park. Say this is like one of... I mean, she's she done a documentary on her dad, hasn't she? She mm. d- directed a documentary about dads, and then she directed one episode in that, and then she's done this. I'm like, fuck me. Obviously, runs in family, doesn't it? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I've had, a cru- I've had a crush on her for ages as well, and she's just... Yeah, she's great. She's just cut her hair and dyed it pink, and I'm not... Fuck. <laughs> Good <laughs> Lord. Yeah. Well, there you go. But yeah, yeah, I thought she did a fantastic job. I thought this was one of the best-looking episodes that we've got so far. I thought it was just stunning. There was a shot which was like a sunset... And it, Mando was like, in the foreground, and the ship blew up, and the the other Mandalorians shot off into the sky. I thought that was stunning. It was just gorgeous, beautiful. Um, I like you said, Kev, like little bits that made it feel like like Star Wars, um, like that Attack style crane that we saw. Mm-hmm. Saw mm-hmm. something similar in Solo, didn't we, on Corellia, yeah. like mm-hmm. in the shipyards. Great movie. Uh, I thought that was great. Um, something. <laughs> that didn't make it feel like Star Wars to me. And as excited as I got when Mon Calamari came on screen, I actually shouted yes when I saw one. <laughs> but that guy's got a knitted sweater on. <laughs> as though you were going to say the knitted sweater. <laughs> and it's got like a fucking real-life Earth pattern on it. <laughs> and I love, I love this episode. It just don't feel like... Why has he got a sweater on? And I know it's the stupidest, the littlest of things. He's got a little sweater on. Is it? You know, he's a fisherman. At like, is it a nod to um, Brian Johnson's like knifed out? Knives ah, out. yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the sweater that Chris Evans wears. I don't know if it is or not, but I've seen them comparisons online this weekend. Um, yeah, the weirdest thing to pull me out of it. But why has he got a knitted sweater? We call them jumpers, don't we, Kev? But jumper, mate. I was going to say jumper, but I knew you'd throw you guys off. But anyway, yeah, we got to see uh, Mr. Toad of Toad Hall. He was great, wasn't he? <laughs> he was, was fantastic. Yeah. Oh, that, was, that was the sweetest of reunions as well. Like, it's awesome, that. Yeah. I thought that was great. It was really done really well. Yeah. Um, side note, my brother fucking hated them frogs. Proper <laughs> 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 hated them. It's been texting me all week, like, what the fucking hell are these toads doing? What's this shit? Seriously, mate, I had messages like that, and I'm like, look, 
It's Star Wars. Oh, yeah, that's the thing. It's Star Wars. You're gonna get yeah. weird aliens. That's how it is. That was yeah. That's the I sent of... him a photo of the lineup of all the weirdos in the cantina from Episode One. He was like, "I was like, it's Star Wars, or keep Star Wars weird, or something like that." He's like, "I'm all right with weird." Frogs, I draw the line at. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when they're leaping like frogs, like the previous episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, because I knew he didn't like it that like in that second in the foot the one before chapter 10 I texted him I was like dude I can't wait for you to watch this next episode and he was like fucking hell Mr. Toad's not in it is he <laughs> like get ready for a surprise been sending me like we did the Willows pictures all week like of Mr. Toad in his car fantastic um chowder mate what the fuck is that what oh yeah what do you mate Child. I don't know, but it looks pretty good. The living alien nod, thing it? in it. Yeah. Little face hugger in it. Little alien yeah. nod. Yeah. It's just a squid. It's just a little calamari. You know? Yeah. Come on. They're loving the alien calamari. references lately. Huh? Yeah. yeah. Don't, play, don't play with your food. Yeah. <laughs> I know that yeah. was great. It's <laughs> not. Brilliant. <laughs> um, that fucking Mando in the bar had a scarf on as well. A knitted scarf. Well, they didn't. <laughs> I don't know why. why. Where does wool come from? Wool comes from sheep. There ain't no sheep in Star Wars. Why is there knitted fabric in Star Wars? Oh, I've never seen it before. Maybe, I know yeah. you guys. Uh, do they ever mention it in the EU, Jimmy? Come on. Is what? it like wool? page 47, chapter 39, or some fucking book? <laughs> paragraph wool? 7. The actual term wool. of wool. Knitted garments, yeah. Is this yeah. some deep dive I don't know about? No, they, it's never, really got- they never say wool. <laughs> they only refer to garments as garments. <laughs> right. I'll be Katie Sackoff. Fucking brilliant. Nailed it. Yeah. Like, for someone who's only recently got, like, on the Clone Wars hype train, I'm surprised at how much, like, I lose it when these characters turn up. Because when she turned up and her helmet was, like, I got, I got really excited. Um, and when, like, like you've just said, Kev, when the first time she said, I can leave, I can lead you to one of their kind, like, my dick, like, just twinged a little bit in my pants. <laughs> I swear, mate, when she said that, she directed him to that planet and said, there you will find Ahsoka Tano. I literally, like, I nearly got it out and started whacking one off. <laughs> <laughs> so good, mate. It was fucking brilliant. I was and the same. I forgot, I was oh, same. Mate. I was like, They're doing it. They're going to fucking do it. <laughs> oh, man. So good. I thought Sasha Banks was brilliant. Um, yes. I spoke to Previously, when she was rumored, like obviously I know her from wrestling, I thought she was great, and I loved that. Like rad, she did like a spinning kick when you first saw her. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's really cool. With the jetpack too, like, yeah, like not one of the foreign dude. Yeah, yeah. And that dude was ace as well when he landed. Yeah, because the two ladies, like they shut down first, started kicking ass, and that dude landed, and the first move he pulled off was a fucking flying headbutt, and I was like, that was ace, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, flying. I was like, fuck yeah. These guys are awesome. And then you picture Bryce Dallas Howard directing it. You're like, yeah, love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. I just looked in the Mando's like when, when they like first attack that Imperial freighter. I oh. just like I can't help but smile, and I'm just like, how is this a real yeah. thing? Yes. I'm watching. Yeah, yeah. Like, a the, These fucking troopers come out. And I was going like, to bring that up. That's so good. <laughs> and that guy's like pirates. I'm like, fucking, this is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Like yeah. I say, bloody Lost Polos Amanos turns up and he's like, oh. long live. <laughs> I was like, that's a killer line. That is brilliant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's brilliant. Um, I loved 
Mando's hero moment when he did like his suicide run in the line of fire and they're all firing at yeah, him. Yeah, you know, my girls were like, did he die? I'm like, good guy always <laughs> wins. Come on. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised he didn't like just lean over to Bogotan and said, watch out for the child. Take mm. care of the child for me as he like charges into him. But yeah. you know, be, and then like Bogotan takes her helmet off so she can hear him. <laughs> <laughs> it felt quite redundant to me up until that point for the whole episode. I think this like rewatched it three times now and you've mentioned a bit how he's found out about why they can take their helmets off and why he keeps his on. I think this is a real learn turn it's gonna be a turning point for him. He's learned quite a lot. I agree. In this yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of character development going forward. Character development going forward, realizing he's in a cult or was raised in a cult, etc. I think think Mr. and Mrs. Toad have taught him a little bit about parenting Mm because quite clearly so far and he needs to get better at that. (laughs) I I like it when he drops Baby Yoda off and he's like, mind your manners and be a good boy or something. (laughs) And then the Baby Yoda looks at the container in like the little... uh, tadpole pops out and his mouth just opens like <gasps> and you think he's like ha oh, he wants to eat it but no he wants to have it as a pet I think he's realized yeah I've got enough yeah. pets is that what he says as he walks away yeah, I have yeah, yeah. weird pet or something just <laughs> <laughs> okay. back in the fucking... love that right at the end as well when he's like walks up to that no oh, my favorite character in no his knitted sweater <laughs> <laughs> he just gives him his iPad doesn't he he's like fucking sign that Fishy jumper boy, yeah. He's like, I gave you a thousand credits. This is the best you could do. He don't even talk to him. He just passes him his iPad. He's <laughs> like, yeah, mate, there's your receipt. <laughs> and like, goes, and when he's like, I'll refuel it. If it still holds fuel. <laughs> <laughs> if it'll hold fuel. <laughs> yeah, man, it's great. Yeah. Loved it. Me too. Well yeah. done. Me too. Jimmy? Mm. Um, I liked... Well, I, I keep mentioning every scene has their helmet off. I feel like every scene bo is in, her helmet comes off at some point. It was like, ah, oh, excuse me, by the way, just so that you all know, I am Katie Sackhoff. I was like, no, 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 I get it. I get it. I get it. You are beautiful. They did an okay job on the hair. I like how they incorporated the headband. You know, it wasn't just like a thing in Clone Wars and, or Rebels or whatever. They brought all of that in. Um, like you look at the side by side, and they just think, did such a good job. I think that's her hair. They colored. They it. probably just dyed it. Yeah, because yeah. I've more, seen more recent like, like posts from her, and her hair is the same length. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that band that you're talking about over the head that makes it mm-hmm. look kind of fake. You know what I mean? Because it's like something that's separating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably like a do up or something like that. But um, but yeah, no, that, that that's cool. I like every every scene that. What you know? It's like up to like. No, no, no Kev's thing. making a lot of noise. <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> my, my computer Anyways. just fr- gave up. Sorry, my computer gave up. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I love seeing the Gonzanti. Yes. Because Zombie Freighter, that was super oh. dope. Doing like, you know, those action shots like you've seen Top Gun of it like going up. Oh, that was like, great, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, like, a, like the B-52 that it is just taking off. Oh, oh my God. Amazing. Bryce uh, Dallas. Come on. Yeah, man. Shout out on. To, also, shout out to our man uh, Titus Welliver, a very short-lived acting role that he had as captain of that little Gonzanti there, you know? 
Um, you don't really notice. I mean, I, did, I had to look up this guy's name, Titus Welliver. I don't know his name. I just know him as he's the bad guy in a whole bunch of stuff. He's a bad guy as in Star Star Trek Voyager at one point. Um, I I kind of wish. Don't you wish he lived? Yes. He, yeah, he do. was so good. He was amazing. It, 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 and I think I think one one issue, small, very small issue. And I say this as you know, I don't give a shit. Every, I don't think Mandalorian could do any wrong at this point. But I wish they would have more than one Imperial character. Because every like imperial person we've met has just been killed. I mean, this Werner, Werner Herzog, he's gone. The scientist, I guess, he's still lingering around. They'll have to tie it back to that. Because don't forget, there's the whole cloning thing that we still don't know what that's yeah. all about from episode two or one or one and um, chapter one. Excuse me. So, but I'd love to. I'd love to keep another like imperial bad guy around. Like Titus. Titus is just like his guy that uh, Moff Gideon just sends around to do his shit. Um, I wish. So I wish Titus was uh, was still around. I think keeping up with the Mandalorian code, like uh, Dinjarin, is going to really come across um, some kind of turmoil in himself now that he's heard himself referred to as a religious zealot. And like immediately when they take their helmets off, he's just like, "Whoa, whoa, what the fuck's going on here? Like this is weird." Um, you know, like penis solo. Like what's going on here? I wasn't trained in this sort of art form. Um, so getting him to come around to Bo-Katan's side would be very interesting. And is there going to be some eventuality where he helps Bogotan get the dark saber? Does it really belong to her? Is there going to be a thing? Maybe the Mandalorian should be the Mandalore. Mandalore the Great, right? What, what oh. if what if Dinjar, what if Pedro Pascal becomes the Mandalorian? I mean, what if Bo-Katan dies? And oh. it's like you got you got to take this over, and it's him and his son, Baby Yoda, <laughs> on the throne. <laughs> He's, the, he's Mandalore the Great. Don said herself, she is the last <laughs> of her line. She said it, right? Did she mm. not say that? I'm the last of my line. Uh-oh. So what do does that it. mean? They're going to do it. I, th- I think they're going to off it. They're going to offer. No, I, no he's going to do it with her. No. <laughs> yeah, right. Or, or <laughs> they just they get married. Um, but I don't think that's such a bad thing either. I would like to see... Uh, I mean, obviously, I don't want to see Bo-Katan's character killed off or anything like that. But if Filoni, who has taken her character through Clone Wars and Rebels and, like, brings it to, like, a cool conclusion in this, that would be awesome. Because isn't that the best way to have a character, like, a, a started and ended arc, rather than just have it be ambiguous for them to always bring it back? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what I was thinking... Uh, Mandalorian's searching for Jedi to help Baby Yoda. What if, I'm just thinking future, what if he, he brings Baby Yoda to Ahsoka Tano, Ahsoka Tano has to take him, and then Mandalorian goes back and helps Bo-Katan, Tan, Bo-Katan. Um, <laughs> so... Mandalorian fans would be probably the layperson would probably be pissed like oh no more Baby Yoda in my Mandalorian episodes but they make a new series with Ahsoka Tano with Baby Yoda you think that's what they're going to do 
to help nah. people watch the Ahsoka Tano TV series? Mm. She hey, becomes Baby Yoda's interested. master. Yeah, becomes Baby Yoda's master. Oh shit! That's what do I'm you think about. that? Do you really think they're using Baby Yoda to like lure people to watch the other TV series? That's gonna happen. <laughs> I'm just I saying. Let's keep speculating on this. I no, you know what I mean. Like, like, like baby, everybody, people love watch it for Baby Yoda. It's like mm. Baby Groot, man. Mate, I don't think there's going to be any any struggle to get people to watch an Ahsoka Tano series. She don't need Baby Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's the thing. Like, at the, I, after, as soon as we see her in this episode after next, I think we're going to get a glimpse of her maybe at the end of this episode. Because next episode is Carl Weathers, the one he's directing. Right. Yeah. So, and yeah. then, which I my, fucked up my true false. I thought Carl Weathers' uh, directed film was going to be the boxing match. That was a mistake. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I'll be interested to see that, if he's going to collect him and uh, Gina Carano and go on, a, go on an adventure somewhere. Because like, oh man, I'm going to see a Jedi ancient enemy of the Mandalorians. I'm going to use a backup. Yeah, I think that's probably going to be that, isn't it? And then, obviously, we'll see Ahsoka in the next one. She's not going to be in the next chapter, which we know of. Right. But I think think it wouldn't be far-fetched to think the Mandalorian will give up Baby Yoda. But it would hurt people. It would hurt people. We'll see. I can see that happen. He's got to go for a bit, right? He can't be with him all the time, can he? I mean, wouldn't it make sense for Ahsoka Tano to be like, listen, he's got the force, I got the force, like, I can help him all this so he's not, like, choking out your friends when they're, like, giving you shit? I don't know. It's, it's an interesting one, but I can't like see why... He almost choked out Gina Carano when they were arm wrestling. I, I, can't see, <laughs> I can't see why Baby Yoda would stay with the Mandalorian, unless, unless Ahsoka's got some other pressing matters. You never know. But they're, they're the same clan now, though, aren't they? To, to split them up. Yeah. So soon. They but can't create well, two, aren't they? He's been quested. Two. He's been quested, Kev. He's mm. been quested. To bring him to the, maybe Ahsoka's like, he brings him there, and Ahsoka's like, fuck, I don't know. I thought there was only one. And he did. Uh, <laughs> is it established now that Ahsoka's not a Jedi, though, is she? Yeah, that's what I mean. She's not a Jedi. Right, right. So if he finds that out, maybe he Correct. won't. Mm. So, oh, yeah. Uh, there's a lot of uh, thought here. We'll see. We'll see what they there's direction. Of, they there's go. a lot to unpack. Right I, here. I will say, if they make an Ahsoka TV series, which I'm hoping, um, I also Cost just predicted. I, pre- I also predicted in my head that her first appearance is her saving Mandalorian's life, like doing some fun Jedi flippy lightsaber mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. I cannot wait for that. Um, they're. They're going to make a new series with her. What better way to kick it off is have her with Baby Yoda for the, at least the beginning of it. Do you, do you think that because, you know, Disney and is so closely associated with Marvel that they're going to just go that route and be like, we're just going to have spinoffs and movies and just yeah. utilize And they're going to intermingle. Like they're going to have Mandalorian mm-hmm. come back and mm-hmm. be like, hey, child. Oh, you yep. have a name now. Cool. Okay. It, it, you know, I don't think I would be upset with that. Yeah, 
I if, think if, all the, if all the rumours are true, we're going to have that many Star Wars shows. Yeah. <laughs> different, Jesus Christ. I'm like, honestly, though, I don't think I'm going to be pissed at that. Yeah, there's going to oh, be no, shows not at all. That, that are probably going to suck. I'm sure. There's going to be shows that really just turn me off, but whatever. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. You, you release ten shows, and I like seven out of the ten shows. Great. Let's do it. Yep. Yeah, a lot of them will be one-off series, though, won't they, if they do, like, the mm-hmm. Obi-Wan one or... Obviously, yeah. we've got Cassian coming. I don't think there'll be many that follow this Mandalorian. Well, I mean, what was Giancarlo saying? We're going to get seasons five, six, seven, oh, eight, whatever well, he's, he was talking yeah, about. Who knows like, well, he's, shit. No, listen, Giancarlo Esposito is a fucking troll, all right? Straight mm. up, plain and simple. Do not listen to anything he says except that it's hilarious. And he's but awesome. Disney said, Yeah, but Disney said with Souls they can do a lot of one-off shows, even if they did like four episodes of a live-action show, they could do that, couldn't they? Oh, yeah. It doesn't have yeah, to yeah, be, yeah, yeah. you know... I mean, that's what they were doing Kenobi. Was it, eight-episode run? Yeah, that's what I mean. So yeah. that, like, they could even do, like, a four... four-hour episodes and just focus on one thing. You know, they don't have to do an on-running series all the time. Yep. So there's loads of potential of, of where we could just do... They could roll, know, like, Sherlock and do, like, yeah. three Yeah, that's four, what I'm saying. Yeah, or like, just, just anything like that. There's... Yeah. there's you know, if they're doing a Soka series, it doesn't have to be a continual series. It could just be yep. a four, five, six, like seven training top. baby Yoda series. Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> I personally, I'm glad you brought that up. I love the Sherlock model that they have, like mm. three three ninety minute episodes or yeah. whatever the hell it is. Love it. I They'll do things it is, like that, won't they? Oh, yeah, I love that because you're halfway in, and it's like, shit, this episode is really. I'm only fucking halfway through it. But you're like, it's, it's like, really good. Great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Personally, like, wow, great. I'm going to pause this right now so that I can come back and enjoy this later. <laughs> it's not like, and you notice the, la- the last episode is only like 33 minutes. Not that I'm keeping count or anything. It was like, oh, come on. I was really hoping for some more 52 minute episodes. Yeah. Um, I've, I've, I had a good buddy of mine say he loved the episode. The only gripe he had was the length. He's like, 30 minutes? Fucking, it was done in two seconds. Loved oh, it. I know. It zipped along, didn't it? And this guy is not a Star Wars fan. He's Mm. just watching it because he likes Baby Yoda. Boom. So, speaking of speaking of crazy random shit, uh, the final scene when you know Bo-Katan is like, "Listen, come with me. Help me fight the good fight to save Mandalore." And you can see him. He's like, "Yeah, cool. Now I gotta take care. I've been quested to take the child to its people." And he's like, "I must go." And then just fucking opens the door and just jumps. Jumps. Yep. Yeah, but it's like, all right, gotta go. Boo! <laughs> my wife was sitting next to me. It's like, wait, did he just do that? I was like, he's got the jet pack. I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. My wife said the same thing. She's like, why did he just, he just jump out of the plane? Like, what? <laughs> he's got jet pack. He's so jet she jet. said, too, he jumped out of the plane. I'm like, well, first off, it's not a plane, it's a starship. Oh, uh, that cruiser's amazing. Anything else? I don't know about out? I don't know about you. I'd have checked my jetpack was working before I did that. <laughs> hey, you never know. <laughs> Not my jump on my motorcycle. Like I check my tires, I check my brakes, I make the batteries charge, make sure it turns on. He's just like, no, fuck it. Boom. It was too cool for that shit. What he's like, I don't fucking check that later. Oh fuck, stop gassed up. Oh shit. And I will let you believe her out there. Heads up indicator inside of it. I'm fucked here. Fuel level and the functionality of his jetpack. So many, yeah, yeah, so many indicators. I, I do get that question a lot from my girls. Like, how does he see through that helmet? Does he th- see through the? It's like that T. Yeah, he sees through that. Like really? Like Predator. Like Predator, mate. It's like actually little... not that bad. Yeah. Like oh the, yeah, you did little... it. 
You did it for Halloween. That's right. Yeah, yeah. It's actually you. You can see, um, and I imagine if you had some kind of heads up display in there, it'd help. Yeah, kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe maybe Katie Sackhoff needs some extra padding in her helmet so she can keep her helmet on more often. You know, <laughs> I'm just saying for safety. Well, I mean, you got to air it out anyway. Um, I guess I'll go on my opinion on the episode. Uh, if you're done, Jimmy, you good. I was done like 20 minutes ago. Oh, okay. Right. Uh, <laughs> I fucking loved it. Um, you sp- we're t- talking about the 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 helmet thing. Again, just like in Rebels, you see it in there in one of the episodes. Stormtrooper helmets still in canon cannot see through smoke, right? Mm. Like, what's the point of having a helmet? Uh, anyway, <laughs> smoke grenade, able to see through it. Good to go. Uh, and I want to point out Mando threw that grenade. The other guys didn't. So, Mando, Mando. Uh, the one thing that pulled me out of the episode was that Mon Cal voice, that Doc Worker. Uh, I, I, I liked his lines, but that voice, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> well, I'm a little fly. I, just, I don't know. I'm sorry. It just pulled me out. I was like, what the fuck? Oh, is that the refueling bit? Yes. Can you refuel it? Yes. Uh, if there's anything to refuel it up, I was, I was like, "What the fuck?" Who vo-? I was like, "Did someone special voice that?" Because I know I would understand. Nah, uh, he's just—he's just some knuckle dragger at the shop, loading on stuff, shaking his head like, "Oh, I gotta get the out of walking the dragon." Then, like, the mouth the isn't even again. like moving. Like I don't—I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, uh, when when um, I'm going to talk about Bo-Katan because that was a huge thing in this episode. And Bo, I say Bo Katan, but it's actually Bo Katan. I gotta start uh-huh. Bo Katan. Uh, when she shows up, I shed a tear. Like saw that helmet, I was like, I love that fucking mm. helmet art on her. It's so good. Um, when they infiltrate the Gazanti cruiser, you brought this up, Chris. <laughs> and the music's going on in the background with the snare drum and shit, and it's just like fucking. It, it's you're like, yeah, shit's fucking going down. This is epic. I love it. They're kicking Stormtrooper ass. She goes in, pulls up her fist. The blade comes out of her gauntlet. And she's like, I'm ready. And she goes in, kills like three Stormtroopers, and then stands there in the hallway. And the, the camera just like zooms in on her. And I was like, yeah! yeah. I, fucking, <laughs> I, I, am a I had the biggest fucking boner. I was like... Whoever direct- <laughs> at the time when I first saw it, I didn't know who directed it. I was like, whoever directed this, it's fucking awesome. And then Bryce mm. Dallas Howard's name showed up there, and I was like, oh my god, she's amazing. She is amazing. I did not expect her name to show up on that one. Yeah, she's amazing. She could run away from dinosaurs in heels. I mean, fucking hell. <laughs> Perfect. That too. And <laughs> scene. So uh, more on Bo-Katan. When, when she's in the cargo hold talking to Mando... Or right before she talks to Mando, and she talks to the front cock, the bridge, and she says, "Put tea, put some tea on." I thought of you guys. Yeah. Uh, me too. Put some tea on. We're coming up. <laughs> I, I was like, I, "They're gonna love that line." <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. Was, yeah, that was ace. As long as it's Yorkshire, Yorkshire. Yorkshire. I was like, yeah, "Yeah, they're gonna make sure it's Yorkshire." <laughs> Get some Yorkshire on. <laughs> Oh, um, and then saying this is the way kind of like sarcastically and walks off that was ace on it oh, that was man. fucking 
I stopped it. She's like, this is the way, bitch. She's like, you're changing the terms of the deal. This is the way. Suck it. (laughs) (laughs) Ed, have you ever thought of being a dialogue writer? (laughs) I should do it. I should do it. Um, otherwise, fucking lo- Ahsoka Tano. I've seen the episode four times. Every time that name is mentioned, I'm like, <gasps> tear. Fucking <laughs> eyes well up. It's like, they're fucking doing it. Like you said, Chris, they're fucking doing they're it. They're doing it. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Rosario Dawson, please. please. Are we going to see lightsabers next? Oh, uh, oh. Uh, Presuming that it's the episode act- after next, number five, are we going to see... That's Life my saves. prediction. That's my prediction is her entrance will be her saving Mando from like some shit, some and it's like her sabers coming into play, blocking something. Who knows? But it's gonna be flippy Jedi shit. Sorry. I hope I hope I hope I hope. If not, okay. <laughs> it's a, stop, stop, if, stop. if if not, if not, I don't care. If she's in it, I'm still be happy. I don't care. I had to stop this dirty talk. It's turning me on. Stop <laughs> stop. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> But seeing white lightsabers on screen will be sweet. Oh, mate, no. Oh, it's got to happen, on it? White lightsabers oh. when you've just seen a dark saber, right? Ed, stop it. Come on. Stop Ray, it. Let's rein in our expectations. Oh, my God. She might, she might just walk into frame. That's it. Come it's on. It's poetry. It's poetry. Um, that's it. That's. I love the Gazanti Cruiser. That was a good good play. I like how they made it like legit on um, live action screen. It's good. Yeah. Yeah, it's so beautiful. Do you, do you guys think that him finding out about, like you were saying, Jimmy, is it comes from like re- religious zealots, like from a cult that's gonna like change? He's gonna start changing his opinion and shit. Yeah, yeah, I think so as well. Yeah, I I think so because if he, I mean, we we got a sense of that early on. He didn't know who the Jedi were. He called them evil sorcerers. You know what I mean? Like, didn't know anything about them. So the, it seems as though they're very sheltered, very limited reaction. Only one of them at a time, up out of the covert in the light. You know what I mean? Like, it's very, very. Whereas we saw all throughout Clone Wars and Rebels, they're just like take my helmet off at every instance. Mm-hmm. And with the Frog Lady, with you know, the code is the Mandalorian way, or is that just some bullshit they tell kids? Like, that's that's going to be very interesting to see. That's reputation. Bo- yeah, yeah. Repu- reputation. And also, Bo-Katan and them, they, even though they're not the same, like, he's not of their the, the religious zealot sect or whatever it is, they still didn't do anything to really piss him off, right? Like, they helped him out. It was like, yeah. hey, help us. Oh, help yeah, you. yeah. They're a little like, hey, listen, we're going to take this whole ship down. He's like, WTF. She's like, this is the way, bitch. And he mm, just kind of so did I- it. At the end, like, she says, if you, you know, come join us if you want to. And he's like, this is the way. And she's like, this is the way. And then he just fucking jumped off an airplane. But, you know. So she, mm. Bo-Katan said at one point, didn't she, you're a child of the watch. Is but that, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. What got, what, got, these- what got me was he didn't he had not heard that name. So like apparently mm. the Death Watch has moved on from calling themselves the Death Watch and have are now just Mandalorians to them. Like they're like we're Mandalorians. So right. they clearly yeah. thought it was a bad name to have and moved on from it. And that's what the Mandal uh, Jin Jaren, what's it, whatever his name is, um, has learned it. As he's like, he had no idea it was the watch. Mm, they believe in the old way of the Mandalore. But this, but this is all that he's known, though, isn't it? That's 
that yeah, all his, yeah. and this is what I'm saying now, the conflict's going to come in because all his life he's believed that this, I mean, how many times so far in the series has he been take that armor off like in the first episode? Man. Every chick, you know, every, every, every chick, so every chick. No, oh, you're, oh, oh so like asking. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine? Can you imagine you're like, all this time? I could have been yeah. fucking ma- making out with her on that in that village. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's like she she quit, clearly had a wide on for me. Do you know what I mean? She wanted it, but I just stayed here. I could have took. I could have had spotchka. I could have been chowing down on this chowder. <laughs> with this like head stuff. crab in there waiting yeah. to get me. The stuff that I've been brought up with and known all my yeah. life. That's like twenty oh, years bullshit. of his life. <laughs> Social yeah. interaction that he could have had. No, but really? if he's raised, if he was taken as, you know, as a young kid with no parents, and I mean, it's like you're going into a convent, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Almost like a nunnery or, or a priesthood or a friarhood or something like that. Like, you're just, you're isolated and like, this is what you do. Like, this is your religion. This is your life. Mm-hmm. So it's very interesting. This is his chance. Almost, <laughs> almost like Quakers, when they turn 18, they get to leave their towns. They go to the cities and kind of get that experience of outside their life and culture for as long as they want. And they can decide whether or not they want to come back. I don't think he's going to go back. I think Dinjarin will forge his new way. Yeah. Do you think that we'll see, with that in mind, do you think we'll see the armorer again? I hope and, so. And they'll have some kind of... I honestly wouldn't be surprised if we don't, but wait. So we could, we could see a next episode. Yeah, he going, oh, he's going, going back, back to that planet. Yeah, he's going back to Navarro, isn't he? So yeah. we'd see it. That's where because she was, then, wasn't it? And he yeah. may have questions. Yeah, he's oh, going to question yeah. Alt. He's going to say, "What's all this shit?" Because yeah. I did wonder as well with all this. I mean, I know it's from a. Obviously, from a character point of view, there's all speculation of will he change or won't he? But I often think as well, is this a way for the actual series to get Pedro on screen? Yeah. Just, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah that's cl- floated around in my head. Yeah. Sure. yeah. As, as like, well, he has to now change because obviously everything that he's believed and been brought up in on this Death Watch court is like the Mandalorian way is you don't reveal yourself. And then right. fucking... He's already had like shitloads of people just take their helmets off, just going, "Hey, how you doing? What you doing? Why are you keep Why are you keeping that helmet on, dude?" You're like, What's "Yeah, that? Well, he doesn't have to act in front of a microphone with like a hoodie and sweatpants holding a pillow anymore." <laughs> I know, right? Oh, it's just amazing. Yeah. So, oh, very, man, yeah, this will be very interesting to see. Like, I, I wonder how that that could be a really cool interaction to see when, um, you know. He goes to the armor and says, listen, I just found this redhead with the Bluetooth headband, and she's wicked cool as shit. And she's saying she's Mandalore, but, like, what's going on here? Right. Well, one would assume he's going to, they'll go back to Mandalore, and that might change him as well, if they end up back on Mandalore, and it's, Ooh. they take control, and it's going to be, okay, this is now the new Mandalore, embrace it, and he's going to go, fuck yeah, all right? That's, that's season three shit. That's season three shit. <laughs> Yep. Yep. Damn straight. Yeah. Is Mandalore the one where the planet's like torn apart? Or is that? Yeah, no, that's Malachor. Oh, that's Malachor. Okay. Yeah. Mandalore's all dusty and desert and it's just been ravaged. And the cities are like biodomes. Yeah. Ravaged from years of fighting and war, isn't it? Mm -hmm. It'd be cool to get. 
run series or like a 90 minute like uh like Battlestar Galactica did with Razor and the pilot episode or series or whatever about the purge yeah. on Mandalore like just a one singular like cinematic release this thing's like you know I'd love that 115 yeah. minutes boom there it is That'd we see cool. the Night of a Thousand Tears or something just in that mm-hmm. episode. Yeah, they did that Bell Psychological with Razor. Yeah, 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 they did. Yeah, absolutely. The I background with that volcano and all that. Oh, that was wonderful. But anything else on uh, this week's uh, two episodes, boyos? Close the doors. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. Close the doors. All of them. Oh, all of them. Not too shabby. <laughs> oh, fucking guy. All right, so let's uh, transition ourselves into the news. Big yeah, news. we had huge news this week. Yeah, news is uh, emails. It'll hit the news. Yeah, we got one piece of news. It was big. It was big. They our hurt. boy, our boy that we love so much, <clears throat> Mr. AD, Anthony Daniels, came on, <laughs> talked <laughs> talked with <laughs> Star Wars Newsnet. Um, and surprisingly, he was asked about whether, you know, everyone's favorite protocol droid would find its way into the Mandalorian. And he responded. He responded. Surprisingly, he said, well, I would love to see C-3PO in the Mandalorian. And I hope you would be talking to the producers on my behalf because my phone is ready. That's... <laughs> that is an exact Fucking quote. Jesus. Is it? Is that what... The guy's just fucking... Oh, it's, it's not right. In now, head, is it? I, I read this article, and this is obviously kind of a joke, but I was so interested in hearing Chris Hall's response to this. Mate. Listen. Right. <laughs> this this year's been fucking wank, hasn't it? Let's be honest. Aside from like living through World Wars and fucking 9-11... It's been pretty pure wank. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? There's some glimmers of light and there's a bit of hope there, but so far, it's very faint. This pandemic's going nowhere anytime soon. That orange fucking shit stain's trying to tear your country apart on his way out. <sighs> scientists, mate, this week, fucking scientists this week have just told us we're past the point of no return for global warming. Fucking hell, mate. Do you know what I mean? What's Bozza doing? It's trying to fucking drag us out to EU with no deal. It's fucking shit, mate, isn't it? <laughs> Let's yeah. be honest. 2020. Mm-hmm. What an absolute shitter. <laughs> and amidst all this fucking shitness, <laughs> every Friday morning I get to wake up and experience a little bit of joy for 45 minutes. And some sweet-ass brand-new Star Wars content. Mm, amen. <laughs> and the last thing the world needs right now is fucking Anthony, I love to smell my own farts, Daniels, <laughs> gate-crashing that enjoyment by wiping his smug, self-important little golden arse all over it. <laughs> no thank you very much. Get fucked. <laughs> That's all I've got to say about that. <sighs> Oh man, that's too good. <laughs> so true. 
he was My also is ready. He was also proper excited to tell everybody that he's in that sweet Lego holiday special. Oh Jesus Christ, fire! The fucking guy, man. Yeah. Would you oh. do that? Not with being really crazily controlling about it, but I can say that's not he would. That's not how he would put things, or that's not how he would behave in character. Fuck you now. <laughs> Can you? I mean, what the fuck does 3PO have any fucking need to be in The Mandalorian for? It's like fucking... That's just fucking stupid beyond words. Come on. Yeah. What did I say in the week about him? Fucking Jesus. So far up his own arse he can lick his own eyeballs. (laughs) All right, speaking of licking envelopes, um, how about some mail? Is that the episode title? (laughs) <laughs> Lick his own eyeballs. All right. Um, uh, first one we so got is from buddy of ours, Wyatt Dumas. Uh, nope. He's asking. This is actually. It's not about three PO, is it? No, no, it's not. This is cool. This <laughs> is just gonna leave that. Wyatt says, "Should three PO be in the Mandalorian?" <laughs> Wyatt, get fucked. I'll see you next week, lads. All right. No, that's not what he's asking, but. It's pretty cool because he asked this question two weeks ago, and he says, I'm excited to see Rosario Dawson in The Mandalorian. Regrettably, I'm only on the first part of season three of The Clone Wars. Do you have any must-watch recommendations to catch up on Ahsoka's exploits before she debuts in Mando? Um, This is super timely. This is amazing because... We just heard her Ahsoka Tano as her name mentioned in the last episode. So it's going to happen, boys. What do you think? What do you think he should watch? I, I was going to say, I know you got to watch the last three to four episodes of um, the, late, the last season of Clone Wars. Definitely. Oh. Anything else? Uh, I'll chime in. There's that one. There's that arc where they're on Onderon with Saw Gerrera, Forrest Whitaker. That's like season five, I think. Early nice. episodes. This. Wait, are you talking Rebels? Or uh, Clone Wars? Oh, Clone, Clone Wars. Wars. Yeah, not Rebels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was. In, this is young. This is young Sagarera, and Ahsoka's there. Um, and Ahsoka's uh, there's like some uh, the the arc where she was torn between what the Jedi is telling her to do and helping these people be guerrilla fighters. Yes. Yeah. So that the uh, season. Five, I think, on the Onderon arc. Look that up on the, the Google the Google things. But I would recommend those. Mm. Yeah, those be cool. Sweet. As uh, obviously, I've just I'm fresh off that Clone Wars rewatch, Anna. So I would say that you essential to watch is the final arc of season five. Uh, spoiler alert! Sorry, when she leaves the Jedi Order, uh, the final the siege of mandalore from season seven mm-hmm. fucking essential viewing even it should be taught at schools just play at schools <laughs> you know what i mean it's like this is how you write a tv show guys this is good storytelling um and then i would recommend probably the last four episodes of season two of rebels and then you just need to watch like the prologue of Rebels, and then you're good to go. And then we're going to see her. We're going to see her in live action. 
and Kev's going to spunk all over his new H4K TV. And, and, by the, they, in, and by the time you get this episode in your ear holes on um, Wednesday morning, you'll have time to do probably half, half to most of that. <laughs> just take an evening off. If you off. knew you had to watch it before that. Yeah, if you just take an evening off, stay up till like midnight and just watch away. Sweet. Thanks for that, Wyatt. Um, next, we got another email from CJ Weber. It's not about Anthony Daniels, is it? No. 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 He says, Dear scruffiest of podcasters, I am very intrigued to know about the one-eyed character named Gore Koresh. At first, he looked really like, maybe real-like. Sorry. At first, he looked real-like, maybe in costume and makeup. But after he started talking, I thought maybe he was CGI. Either way, it is impressive, but I'm interested to know how this character was created. Anybody know if he... I thought he wasn't CGI, to be honest, but maybe. Yeah, was. I think I think what they do now is something they started with Force Awakens is he's a guy in a suit, mm. and then he's a puppet. He'll have animatronics on his face, but they enhance it as well with CGI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they did with Uncar Pluck was like the first guy that yeah. did like that. Yeah, that you're dressed up in the suit with the dots. So I thought yeah, it was yeah, a, yeah. it looked a combination of both. <laughs> Doesn't that show the strength of the show? Yeah. And the fact oh, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. that you stand there, you sit there watching it, never thinking, mm. you know, it's like the crate dragon stuff and everything just looked phenomenal. And then obviously that character, like he said, like CJ says, it just I wasn't sitting there thinking that's CGI or that's a puppet. It just looked great. It looked natural, especially well in this one with Gore Koresh when he was running from the Mandalorian. <laughs> And the music is just like he's you know snaps him with the with the wire and just starts pulling him towards him. I will probably have a, a a more firm, definite answer when they release the gallery for season two. I would bet because I I did some poking around when we talked about it last week. They didn't have too much like this is exactly how we did it. I bet they'll save a lot of that stuff for the galleries for season mm. two. Yeah, when yeah, they definitely. go through and do all this stuff again. But yeah, I think I think the consensus is you know some kind of uh, real acting with the suit, but obviously scaled down and CG'd for just for just for scaling in the show. Yeah. Because I know they got to do a lot of heavy CG because they're inside the volume. You know what I mean? They only have so much space in there. Right. This uh, this season's gallery will just be a Zoom call, won't it? <laughs> oh, oh yeah. my god! Yeah. Oh, maybe. No, maybe they not. can they can socially distance around that technique. Yeah, I yeah. couple. Yeah. They'll yeah. be fine. I mean, they're, they're can, John be... Favreau, can John Favreau still talk over everyone on Zoom, or can he? Just <laughs> 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 have to be like, in the presence of them all. They'll just yeah. mute their mic. I think yeah. they all get tested anyway, so they can film. So I think it might right. still yeah. do a yeah. social like distance table. Yeah. They'll be fine. All right. Good question, CJ. Thanks for sending that out, dude. Yeah. That's a good email. Cheers, dude. Is that it? Yeah, well, I guess that uh, kind of brings us to our conclusion. Punch Conclusion it. of, uh, I'm going to go pour myself a couple glasses of spotchka. Of uh, episode number 141 of the Scruffy Looking Podcasters. Uh, don't forget, you can follow us on Facebook, slash Scruffy Podcasters. We're on Twitter, at Scruffy Podcasts. Send us an email, scruffypodcasters at gmail.com. If you like any of us, leave us um, 
any kind of feedback or send us a note, uh, share some love. And um, yeah, if you like the music, that's the Fog Cottage Band and Mama's Boom Shack. So take care out there. Wear your goddamn mask. It's still November. Keep your orange on. That's right. That's right. And um, yeah, is this the way? <laughs> <laughs> What does that mean? Listen, don't be an asshole. Wear a mask. Fucking wear it properly. If you've got your nose poking at the top of it, you're an absolute cunt like Anthony Daniels. See you next week. (laughs) (laughs) Stay safe. Stay well. And in honour of a new app on my phone, Navate Los Nobios. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like you didn't pronounce that correctly, but okay. This party's over.